0: Hello, sweet bitches. That's right. The time has come once again. Ari Shafir is eating nature box. This episode is brought to you by Legal Zoom. Legal LegalZoom is a way, a convenient way to deal with a lot of your legal shit that you would normally have to go to a lawyer to deal with it online and deal with it naked. you would be drunk. Nobody could stop you. You could you could say after everything that you write lies. You could say that lies. Uh, yeah. you, could, you could say it's your call. <laughs> fill, yeah, you could you could curse the world. You could curse God Himself. You could as do whatever you're you like papers. as you're signing legal documents. You could be having sex and getting an LLC at the same time. No yeah. one can stop you you have ultimate freedom because this all exists in the virtual world. You don't have to worry about pulling your cock out at the lawyer's office. Like, what if you were cool with paying your wife divorce money, but you wanted to jerk off as you signed the yeah. check? Yeah. Just to remind yourself of what a pathetic fucking fool you are. You get trapped in these terrible relationships that you wind up being financially committed to these people that you really never got along with ever for the rest of your fucking life. And so as you're writing that down, you just jerk off all over his desk.
1: <laughs> I bet someone would want to do that. Someone would
0: do it. Yeah. Can't do it. But you can do it at home. You can get divorced at home while jerking off. No one can stop you. You can um, you can get a will for sixty nine bucks. You can uh, incorporate or form an LLC starting at ninety nine bucks. And uh, nine LLC, out of ten customers. LLC.
1: Once you're at LLC, you can do whatever the fuck you want. To the environment. No one can sue you. you can just I dump don't shit. know. You can punch people in if the face. that yeah. is totally LLC, true. It's like a diplomatic community.
0: It's, it's like that. <laughs> it's a limited liability company. It's a limited liability. It's interesting. Probably should be illegal, but uh, if 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 it exists, you yeah, should they just do called
1: it. it. They're just like, no, 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 we can't, yeah. can't sue us.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, legal, 9 out of 10 people that have uh, used LegalZoom We recommend the service to family and friends And uh, you get a special discount From listening to this podcast Make sure you enter Rogan in the referral box At checkout for more savings And LegalZoom is not a law firm But they can connect you with a third party attorney And provide you with self-help services And third part attorney thing Is probably pretty important yeah, independent third-party attorney. So if you fucking freak out and you're like, this is illegal, I'm going to prison. You call the attorney and they calm down. They calm me down. Calm down, dude. You're going to be fine. Here's how you do it. 12 million, uh, uh, 12 years, rather, over 2 million Americans have used LegalZoom. That's, um, that's awesome. So LegalZoom, go there. People. Use the code word Rogan. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking people. It's like it's 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 annoying to have to go to a lawyer's office and do it on their time and you know what if you work weird hours when I worked
1: at the law firm they billed my hours at twenty five bucks an hour Bam! to the clients when I did Xerox thing for twelve bucks an hour they just, made thirteen they just bucks bucks you. off you dude.
0: lawyers <laughs> places rob you LegalZoom dot com use the code word Rogan du, 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 du. we're also brought to you by NatureBox NatureBox is our, our latest sponsor These and are good man they send you delicious and uh nutritious snacks in are the these mayor. really nutritious they are better than sugar or heroin um <laughs> it's uh better than meth for sure yeah they're healthy i mean it's what well, listen it's they're snacks they're carbohydrates you know there's like rice what? cakes the i had some rice sticks they were good they're delicious no yeah. trans fats um you know it's uh, a lot more healthy than you know some shit that you're going to get out of a fucking vending machine and some of them are really delicious Granola, the yeah. salted caramel pretzel pops—those are fucking really delicious. What
2: are some of those that you have
1: over there, Ari? Well, I got the Harvest Rice Dexley. I've yet to try. I send those for later.
0: Here's one important thing: they well, have zero. Okay. They have zero. The are excellent. Zero high fructose corn syrup. Nothing artificial. And the honey dijon pretzel is very good too. They're yummy. Yeah. And uh, it's it's better than you know people you, you give in to temptation when you don't have options when your only option is that vending machine that has candy bars in it you you go with one of that and you you feel like shit and this is um a way to get snacks that are they're yummy and they're good for you then they're just they're not total shit like most of the stuff cheetos and shit like that not that cheetos aren't awesome
1: yeah (laughs) pretty bad for you though yep
0: not good. <laughs>
1: I live next to a Pink Dot. I just go down
3: there when I get oh, hungry. I'm so like,
0: oh. I remember eating Cheetos uh, one time. You and I went to Pink Dot and we were uh, we were eating subs. Remember these? They make subs. They used uh-huh. to have a. They still got that. They still have that. Yeah, Ooh.
2: they do, and they're awful.
0: Well, they were good at one point. Meatball subs not bad. They, some of them were good. I, I had an Italian there that was pretty good. Really? But uh, and I ate all these fucking cheetos i must have ate like a giant bag of cheetos and i felt so bad my body was like what (laughs) did you do
2: i did that last night (laughs) for just a
0: little bit of mouth pleasure you fucking ruined the whole body for hours and hours cheetos you
2: can taste Mm -hmm. a lack of nutrition
0: your whole body just like what's in what's this that you just shoved in the machine you (laughs) asshole (laughs) cheese puffs oh,
1: this is it says unleaded
0: this is not the shit you're supposed to put in here oh no but mouth pleasure well these are good for you and they're not going to give you that feeling uh, just healthy things like granola uh, dark cocoa almonds which are delicious and uh, nature box chips for free just like nature does. I don't know what they mean by that. Nature does
1: not ship I for free. I try and try and try to
0: understand what the fuck they mean.
1: Nature ships for free. No, you have Hold to on. go to nature yeah. and
0: pick it up. It doesn't Even if ship. you live in nature, <laughs> it, makes no it doesn't come to you. The only way nature ships for free is if, if you're talking about pollen. Oh, yeah. I guess
1: po- um, that, pollen yeah. flies in through that the sense, is, Are there any pollen products on nature's, nature's box?
0: <sighs> I don't think we sell pollen. Hmm. I don't think you are selling pollen over <laughs> nature box. <laughs> <pollen. laughs> Yeah, birds yeah you guys gotta Isn't get rid of that part nature box ships for free just, just say it ships nature? for free what does that mean it doesn't mean anything someone wrote <laughs> yeah. it and they just shouldn't they should have said ah, that's ridiculous nature's box they just we forgot for they, they probably nature. just <laughs> left it on there and no one said anything and it got past a bunch of people that weren't that stringent
2: yeah
0: and they let it slide Na- nature doesn't ship for free son that shit's ridiculous <laughs>
2: yeah doesn't make any sense nature's box were never on our period what you saying <laughs> Nature's, uh, blocks, nature's never... box. Nature's box. We're never on our period. I don't even think. Or, you unlike said box, nature, you said, we oh, never. Yeah, our box. Our <laughs> yeah. box. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> there has nature to be better box. than ships for free. Yeah.
0: We're never on our period.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. Now I get it. That means you're always <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nature's, you're nature's box. You can come in us. Don't worry <laughs> about it.
0: Shoot one in there. <clears throat> Um, don't box, use don't worry about those slogans. Nature <laughs> Box, if you're listening to me, I'm most sober shoot one, one here. In there. You don't want to use these slogans. You don't. Nature Box, shoot one in there.
1: These whole wheat apple picky bars are delicious. And they can't get you pregnant Nature's Box, shoot one in there. <laughs>
0: Right now, your first order of NatureBox, get 50% off it by going to naturebox.com slash Rogan. That's naturebox.com slash Rogan. Uh, get a handle on your health and your <laughs> hunger. Go to naturebox.com slash Rogan. And hey... She went in there.
2: <laughs> that's not Go her, ahead. that's not herpes, that's lemon tea biscuits. Don't
0: worry about it, bitch. Walk it off. Walk it off at Nature Bucks.
2: We're also brought to you by Onnit.com.
0: dot O-N-N-I-T. com, O N N I T. If you haven't been to Onnit in a while, we we've added a lot of things, continue to add things that uh mostly just things that we find that are beneficial. Uh, the idea of on it is a human optimization website, what that means is we sell strength and conditioning equipment and supplements and protein powder, hemp protein powder. We just sell things that we find that we find that are beneficial. Um, These kettlebells that we have made, we have uh, artistic kettlebells too, the zombie bells and the primal bells. And what they are is kettlebells that look badass. They look like they're sculptures. They're made by this kid, Stephen, this kid. These young kids these days with their artistic talent – he this the man. Ones. He might not be a kid. I don't even know his age. Uh, Stephen Shubin Jr. He created the uh, primal bell. Yeah, the monkey one and the apes. And then he also did the new ones, which are zombie bells. They're all balanced out. Because one of the things about uh, kettlebells is it's all about swinging this uh, ball, this heavy steel ball. And it's all about balancing it and controlling it. And if the ball was off, like with these faces, it could easily be off. So we had them, uh, part of the artwork is that it's a, they had to be 3D mapped to make sure that they still are uh, kettlebells that you could train with with no problems. I train with my gorilla all the time, and it, it's uh, you can work out with it just like a regular kettlebell. You just have to be cognizant of where the head is facing, but you should know that anyway, and you'd be fine. But uh, I train with them. They're they're really like my favorite all time exercise for uh, strength and conditioning. And I don't even mean if you're an athlete. If you're an athlete, they're fantastic. I mean, they're really great for uh, also for educating your body to work as one unit. You know, carrying a heavy heavy kettlebell and doing things like cleans and presses and things along those lines. Um, but it's also – they're great for regular life. They're great for just being able to pick up a couch and, and help move it. They're great for it's, – it's better to have a body that works a little better, a body that can be strong, a body that doesn't break when you try to bring home groceries. Get your shit together, bitch. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: I like how the little bitch one is a, a goblin. It's not even a zombie. The little one is a goblin? Yeah, is that what they're saying? Yeah, it says it's a brain zoblin. Brain goblin. Brain zoblin? Brain, brain, <laughs> brain zoblin?
0: What did it say? Brain goblin? goblin? I think it's a... I think that's still a zombie, dude.
2: A goblin is not, not a zombie. But they, I think should it
0: ha- they should have like one that's
1: shaped like looks a, like a, like a, a pretty girl going to work.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, this doesn't look like a ghost face thriller. <laughs> it's just a like funny name. But doesn't <laughs> it look like a zombie to you? That looks like a zombie. That doesn't look like a ghost. <laughs> no, no ghost. There's no ghost there. That's yeah. solid mass. Yeah, that's matt I can see, can't see
0: through that shit. Yeah, yeah. that ain't ghost <laughs> that. It's Frankensteinish. if anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a zombie, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. not a goblin. Oh, wait. Zombies are the ones that... No, that...
1: Yeah, it's definitely not a ghost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Would it, well, can't ghosts look like anything? Uh, you, Who's you can to see, say? You can see
2: through a ghost, though.
0: You know what's fucked up, man? Oh, man? It's really fucked up what they've done with vampires. What do you mean? They've given new rules to, like, vampires.
1: Oh, really? You can go out in the sun as long as Seattle, you mean? Well, two people did it. <laughs>
0: yeah. it, it happened twice. Once it happened with Blade, which I forgave. It was ridiculous. Why was, Blade I allowed gave... li- Why was he a daywalker? He's a half vampire. He was born. His mom was uh, like uh, born, bitten so, uh-huh. and he was born and he became half vampire. Okay. Not like totally vampire, some weird sort of hybrid thing. But uh, so Steven Dorff was the main vampire dude, and he could go outside with sunscreen on. Oh, really? Yes.
3: So dumb. It's so ridiculous!
0: <laughs> That's the worst. No, you can't. No, you better have magic or something. You can't just fucking put sunscreen on. You're a vampire, man. You fl- you burn instantly. It was some ashes.
1: studio was like, "Hey, we wrote this yes. part. Like when he's outside during the day, like we'll figure it out, writer."
0: I don't remember so that from the that. comic book either because Blade was a, a favorite comic book of mine. I was always a big Marvel oh really? comic book fan. I loved Blade. I don't even remember that as Blade. a comic book. Oh, He was awesome. He'd fight, fucking, uh, fight vampires and shit. He oh, used a teak those. knife in those uh, in all those books. It was cool when he showed up at that party. Dude, he was cool too. Look, man, I know I was supposed to fight that guy, but I'm a Wesley Snipes fan. I, I think he was awesome. The, still, is he still in prison? No, he's out now. He's back doing movies again. He uh, he was awesome in Blade. Yeah. Apparently he was completely crazy by the time Blade Two. I guess. dot right it.com, it. <laughs> Rogan use the code word Rogan. This is where <laughs> we're obviously doing a podcast. I mean, fuck the music, man. Ari fears here. We don't have to do this.
3: Yeah. The
0: um. By the time he was doing like Blade Two II or Three, apparently he was off the handle. Patton Oswalt has uh, wrote a whole blog entry about it. On meeting describing info? it, describing it. Now, he might have performed it somewhere. He he might have performed it. I'm not sure, but I remember hearing about it, I think holy shit, it was crazy. It was like Ryan O'Neal and him, and, and apparently uh, this was Wesley was like he was gone. He was you know just off the deep end, crazy on the set, <laughs> and so they replaced him with what Patton called much cooler black guys. So they replaced him with another guy to film like did some the, of the did scenes. scenes. Did the yeah, Did like the martial arts scenes. stuff? And oh. yeah,
1: because <laughs> I couldn't deal with him. I
0: don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. Wasn't he
1: already sort of a movie star? He went crazy in between there and there?
0: Yeah, I think probably some substances were involved. Oh, yeah. that's you know? always that. It's usually. <laughs> it's always yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Then you see them like, taking whatever, and you're like, oh, oh.
0: Mm-hmm. oh it's also, oh, I, can, uh. I don't think we can imagine what it's like to be that famous. I think for some people, it's just, and then you get hooked up with the wrong people in your life, and you're fucking around with the wrong friends, and getting in trouble. so many of them. Elvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a dr- well, the the nature of the business. Like, if you're a fucking your person who's in the limelight that heavily, like the nature of the business becomes very bizarre. You know, the, the nature of your reality, you're getting around. Yeah, everyone
1: treats you like a like a like a commodity.
0: Well, we we're talking about Justin Bieber, like how Justin Bieber, the the kids, like everywhere he goes, people fucking freak out just to see him. Like oh, he's yeah. like a, some weird alien. You know, we we can't imagine what the fuck that's like. I feel bad for him now. It's sort of, in a way, I mean, it's not an ideal way to live. It seems awesome. Like, don't feel bad. He's got all this money, but it, yeah. okay, it's a crazy, like, burden to throw on somebody.
1: Brent Tobler told me he got into an elevator with Jessica Simpson, and she she turns to the woman she's with us she goes, he's not supposed to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> As if, like, another human. Yeah, he was just going up to whatever his room was in.
0: No way. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what, though? The-
1: like, how do you start expecting that?
0: This I is wrong! D- it is totally wrong, but... In her defense, to be her as a woman and be super duper super famous, yeah, she must be, be so vulnerable. It must be weird to the opportunity to, for a guy to get in an elevator with her. Like Men want to fuck her so much. There's so many men who, like, and a guy who knows that he could probably physically take advantage of her and can't <laughs> believe that he's in her presence in a trapped environment like an elevator. Right? If he's a really creep, you know? He would go to town. He could. He would ravage her. Be horrible. I mean, now you're much more vulnerable as a woman if you're that super famous. If
1: So you think she puts in her rider when she goes to a hotel? It's like, okay, but you got to let him know. No one can ride with me.
0: <laughs> no, you can't do that. She might have rules that her security, like, right. follows. Security details. Her security, you know, she might, like, have rules. Like, she doesn't want security to let anybody in the hotel, you know, lobby with her or let anybody in the <laughs> elevator with her. I don't ride know. She might. But it's like... People don't have to listen to that. Yeah, but those how do you stay ridiculous. normal after that? You after can't. no one's
1: allowed to be in the elevator with you?
0: Well, here's the thing about like, you and I, is that we're, we're stand-up comedians. And by being a stand-up comedian, you're all the time forced to look at everything. You look at yourself. You look at yourself. You look at like, what you're saying. You look at the world around you. You're look looking for jokes and things. You're looking for jokes in yourself. You're looking for jokes in your own life. A lot of people don't do that ever. So oh, right. they're not thinking, they're yeah. not ever thinking about their behavior. They're just doing what they can get away with. And they're acting as fucking Looney Tunes off the deep end <laughs> as they can get away with. It. As, as they continue to get away with more and more Looney Tune shit. Get,
1: they get worse and worse.
0: Well, that's what the whole diva thing is all about, man. I mean, she has so much power to yell and scream at people. Like, yeah, why? Why do you? Why is that? What's going on there? I
1: said, Roseanne. Every year, every more year, she got she had her show. They were just firing more showrunners.
0: <laughs> she just, was on the podcast talking about it.
1: Really? Yeah. Just she was like talking getting about, rid of people.
0: Well, she talked about how crazy she went. <laughs> really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty open about it. You know. I mean, she's essentially saying what you're saying. She's saying that nobody can handle it. Too, uh, one after
1: another they all fall it's too hard
0: but there's no way he's normal no way there's no way
1: yeah <laughs> he's trying to rush people <sighs> dude you're scrawny he's man so
0: young too you know for him to be so young and to yeah. have that habit to him it's a fucking wild ride man that's not a normal ride of life you're not a man yet you're a child and you're adored yeah. that's not supposed to happen that way you're supposed to feel insecure you can see how they become vulnerable, that king joffrey Oh, yeah, exactly. It definitely. Exactly, exactly. I mean, he's not. You were raised in that? I'm sure he's not. I'm it, sure a yeah. lot of it is exaggerated. He seems like a nice kid. I met him once. I shook his hand in his dad's hand at the UFC. Really? Yeah, I mean, he seems like a nice you kid. tremble? What do I know? I didn't know who he Trimble was. His, oh, I didn't know who he yeah. was until I was shaking his hand. Like, as I was shaking his hand, I was like, that's not a singer, kid. Did, this was uh, a while ago, but he's much more famous now than even he was then. Oh. Like, he's like in some crazy stratosphere of fame thing now. But... I think yeah, all of just us... just
1: exude fame where you're like, Jesus? No, no, it? no, no, no.
0: He was just a nice kid. Just came over and said... I realized as I was shaking his hand that it was Justin Bieber. But like I said, this was like two years ago. Probably two. Maybe... Might even be three. But nice, you know, it's... Nice as w- all well and good, but... Canadian, man. Being able to handle that kind of fame, I couldn't imagine how yeah. anybody could not Elvis it. <laughs> There's no way. It seems like... There's no way. It seems like your, your reality is just so bizarre.
1: Yeah, if you're just entitled to something, you were just like, all right, I'll just take it. Yeah.
2: Do you think they're just picking on him to a point where, like, I mean, they're, like, making news stories of him peeing in a mop bucket? In a, oh, yeah. You know I mean? They're 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 making news stories of him being a 21-year-old egging his neighbor's house. Oh, yeah. You well, know, I mean, a mop hold on. Like, I yeah, think whatever, that was real. That? No, no, no. But th- it is real. But, I mean, when I was 21. <laughs> it's like, right. That's what I said. Like. We all did that. We all did that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're not any better right. than that. But a 21-year-old that's got $500 million or whatever he's got, you know, that becomes more interesting yeah, to people. And, and they get for... mad at him. You pee in a bucket. You have that much money. What's yeah. he's got to pee? Well, it's also. I'm alive, n- n- and you're mean, the, the house, the egging the house thing. I kind of disagree. I don't think there's the anything wrong with house? that. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that being a story. I think that's a real important story.
2: Yeah, I agree. But he got caught. But it's like that is Doesn't the worst. It... Like all these other things are just it's so. It's like Miley minor. Cyrus. Like, well, yeah, minor you're 19, shit. slutting it up. Yeah. yeah, you're from the fucking south. Of course, <laughs> that's perfect. On on target. I bet you if you were hanging out with him, it would be just like hanging out with your friends. Oh, you want to smoke weed? Oh, dude, let's get a little fast in the car. Oh, let's do this. And and then you... Yeah. Of all those things that you've did, they've made stories out of all these little minor details and made it like every time you go on TMZ, it's something stupid. Like Bieber did this. He flicked off. There was smoke coming out of his car. Well, he
0: becomes the show. See, the problem is like when when you, you step out like that and you're driving a chrome car and, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and you, I mean, he's what he's doing is he's stepping out. He's racing Lamborghinis in Miami and he's getting fucked up here and he's getting fucked up there and he's having fun. He's having a great time. I bet he's having a great time. He's doing the best I've ever imagined a 19 year old kid could do. could do with a half a billion dollars. Jesus. He's doing great. Like leave him alone. His man. dads are on him all the time, right? I don't know. Yeah, I so mean, he was negative story. Who knows? Like, I'm just
1: trying to make good music, dude. What the fuck should I do?
0: He's having a blast, is what he's having. But boy, he's on a crazy rocket ship ride. There's no, no way he like, doesn't implode. He's strapped. To the to the head of like a missile and shot through the sky <laughs> and it's like wow the the fucking you know the, the ride they is very fast and very exciting yeah but the landing oh yeah what is the landing gonna be like they are you gonna, trying
1: to make him out like a uh, like a virgin anymore
0: well how are you gonna keep this I mean how long are you gonna keep balling how long can you keep balling that hard <laughs> yeah. He's got a chrome car. He's 19. He's got a chrome car. He's throwing eggs at his fucking neighbor's house.
1: Shirley Temple retired at 21.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. She was like, I'm getting out of the business. I'm living off residuals. Whoa. She led a normal life.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: I feel like 10 years, nobody even fucking bothered her.
0: Wow. Huh. That might be the move. (laughs) That might be the move. Just
1: like, cool, I did it. Now I'm good. I'm set on this. Let me just... uh. Working on my painting.
0: I don't know, man. You know, as, as you see more and more instances of people that get that super stratosphere of fame and it's more and more Michael joke. Jackson's, you know. Michael Jackson, to me, is the f- most yeah. fascinating character study on human beings that I've ever witnessed because – I think he is... He never went
1: down and fainted. Well, I guess sort of, but not really. Well,
0: he kind of did and then didn't, and, you know, he's sort of still in the mix because people didn't want to believe that he was a child molester. Nobody wanted to believe it. Dude, that guy, it became a fucking freak. He became... A monster. He became a monster. He turned into a monster. He became the a monster. him into a monster. He became this white-skinned vampire-like guy with alien eyes. nose He had his yeah. He had his eyes worked on to the point where his eyes were like really big and wide. It was weird. He had a yeah. bunch of weird shit done to his face. He had a dimple put in, and, and he, then he
1: played the Super Bowl like that. And he,
0: de- and he de- denied ever having anything done. Did he really? it all? Yes, yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> what? He denied having anything done. Like I went to, I had to have my nose fixed, but that was because something went wrong.
1: And then he pretended to have a baby with somebody. Yeah. What was yeah, that Yeah, and about? the kids came out white. With one of the, with one of the, with Elvis's daughter. Did they well, say he they lived, had a
0: baby with her? Well, no, 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 no. He didn't have a baby with her, but uh, he had uh, with this one woman supposedly she was pregnant with his kids and the yeah. kids came out totally white totally white completely white like it's one of the weirdest things ever and i guess you're supposed to just, i don't know what you're supposed to question to so keep believing in him I don't know. I, the guy. Do you remember
1: when he was going through that, when he's doing the interview in Vegas, and he's going through that, like, statue store? Yes. And he was like, I totally remember well, that. You know, the fame is pretty nice. I'll have two of those, please. And uh, yeah. And this guy behind him just leering, just like, all right, that's $200,000. Yeah. Right, yeah, that one's $150,000 each. Yeah. He's just tattling it up. He just keeps going, yeah, doing the interview and
0: yeah. ordering shit, just walking through. It was kind of like a cry for help, man. Sort of. That video was kind of like a cry for help. What did that kid say?
2: This is that guy that's uh saying that Michael Jackson molested him when he was a kid and now he's like trying to get money out of the state and the hmm. state's saying you waited too long, too bad. Oh really? So <laughs> it's not his money anymore, it's our money. Yeah. What do you think
0: though, man? You know, there's also the possibility that he didn't molest kids and that or he no,
1: that, There's Nothing I know about the world that would say that that's a realistic possibility.
0: But yeah, it was could it be that people are trying to take advantage of a, a guy that's just fucking really weird?
1: Yeah, maybe. That's that's and probably, sad. That's the only way people aren't like at his door with pitchforks. Is there's a possibility? Well, he's Dude. dead. People just Don't made it to up. be his door today. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: He died the weirdest death ever. Yeah, the guy was taking this. I mean, he's getting put under every night. And that's how he's going to. That's thought he went to jail. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Could you imagine you take it? to the next level you're getting anesthetized just tuck yourself in man you'll be okay how about sleeping pills it's not strong enough bitch (laughs) I need something more I got nightmares well
1: uh, I just think if you just uh, Michael if you just lay your head down just count sheep for a little bit it could probably work well that shows me you're not listening to me just saying (laughs) try it without the stuff
0: yeah he wasn't willing he wasn't even willing to endure that nope nope we're not going to be staying up another night (laughs) put me under anesthetize me and the doctor was so crazy, he just did it. He was getting paid so much. He fucking Doctors just conked people. him out every night. Oh. But it, w- it i guess that's super bad for you. I guess you're not supposed to uh <laughs>
1: you're not supposed to anesthetize yourself like every night. getting every night.
0: <laughs> it seems like uh that would be a no brainer. Like do you sleep? Yeah. So not really. Sort of. You're just out. I'm,
1: yeah, I've been put, <laughs> I wake more refreshed.
0: Well, isn't that like side effect of that particular type of anesthesia? What, it's death? like that. No, <laughs> no, you uh, you wake up and you feel refreshed. It's like there's some sort of a trick to
1: it. Oh, really? After like 30 minutes? I
0: kind of remember reading that. I should probably pull it up. I think there was a particular type of anesthesia that he well, was When I got into. put out in
1: Eddie Bravo's class, I felt so refreshed afterwards.
0: <laughs> That's different.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, you wake up and I was like, when he was like, you can get back in there. I was like, can I really? I just felt like. I felt like I'm rested. I felt like I had a nap for 30 minutes. Wow.
0: So his anesthesia, do you guys remember what it was called?
3: No.
1: What do you mean? Tight, oh, the type they gave him to him? Yeah. It was,
0: uh... What? The anesthesia that they, they, they got him with. Okay. Propofol. Oh, yeah. Propofol. Propofol. So let's look at Propofol's benefits. Propofol.
1: That's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Do it even once. I can't go to sleep. What else do you got? That's so crazy.
0: But to the I idea. I have a meeting at 10
1: a.m. We got to go to sleep.
0: The idea that someone could get that far gone, they get that far gone where they just need to be put out. Do you They're,
1: think there were other doctors who were like, Michael, I can't do that? Like, get the fuck out of here. I guess. And so they got a doctor that was like, all right, I guess I'll do it.
0: I guess this doctor thought he was going to be able to keep him alive. And if he kept him alive, he would be still pulling money out of Michael for mm-hmm. a long time. I mean, that's the only reason why it makes any sense that anybody would agree to do this. is because they need money. Yeah. Or they want the money. It's, a, I mean, there's a reason why it's not legal. It's not ethical. It's scary. It's scary that you can get a doctor to agree to just put you under every night. They <laughs> took an oath. That's so crazy. Ugh. yeah. I'm trying to, to find the disadvantages.
1: Disadvantages of going to sleep every night by, my, by the gas?
0: yeah um I'm, I'm just the disadvantages of uh of using it yeah let me hear him it's just uh by the way i'll
1: be in chicago at zany's oh, oh, this weekend
0: um, powerful chicago zany's small club cool place
1: yeah i've never been
0: supposed to be one of the best clubs in the country i've never been either
1: really yeah it's supposed to be one of those small ones right yeah
0: it's real small i think it's like less than 200 seats yeah, I think it's jammed, though. I'm doing
1: since. three shows on Saturday and oh, two shows on Sunday. you love it. I <laughs> yeah.
0: love Chicago. Chicago's is Cool incredible. vibe. Oh, the best. There's something fantastic about that town. I mean, this is a mess right now as far as crime, especially with um, young uh, urban kids, like the gang warfare. Really? That shit. In Chicago? Yeah, it's horrible, horrible, like gang fighting and, and, and murders. A lot. A oh, lot of that going on. That's unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that shit going on. It's uh it's got one of the highest murder rates in the country. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, when I was there I barely um, ever
1: played there. You never played there? I know, I have, ever, but do, I barely. Did you ever do it with me? No, I just did it with you at the Chicago oh, that's right.
0: Theater. <laughs> fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a week ago. <laughs> what the <fuck>? I forgot. <laughs> yeah.
1: It'll be all different material if you come out there I'm not gonna repeat any of that stuff.
0: Um <laughs> There's um there's a type of person that comes from the Midwest, you know? They're like they're, uh-huh. they're like grounded, genuine. In the sort Yeah, there's sort of a genuine grounded quality. Like there's a lot, lot of hard-working people, a lot of people that have worked on farms, a lot of people that have families that worked on yeah. farms, people that came over here, their relatives came over here a long ass time ago.
1: You know what I saw there once though? I saw it was one of the early days I went there with you and there was this they put us in a like a, a VIP area at those nightclubs. And some girl was flirting, and then she came in and sat with us. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, sure. Yes, come on in. And then as soon as she went in, some girl behind the rope bumped her, and she just gave her this look like, excuse me, you need to keep out of here. This is my area right now. <laughs> she just took it over.
0: might she kicked a girl out of the. Yeah, she was I'm like so yeah.
1: confused. She just got invited into some VIP area, and then right. immediately started acting like she was better than everyone else. So the first time I saw oh. that girl behavior. Oh, I see where you're like She was somehow the queen all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, people can be gunty. That's not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: definitely explained that the, the least.
0: You might I, be too high to talk right now. That's possible. <laughs> My might, tolerance
1: went down in New York.
0: Might want to slow your roll. Yeah, the New York thing is a bummer, huh? Yeah. It's so it's such a horrible way to live. They hang, For folks who don't know, all right? I mean, I'm not saying this like uh, this is the way you have to live. I'm just letting you know. In Los Angeles it is unbelievably ridiculously easy to procure <sighs> marijuana. Yeah, you just pull over. Yeah. It's essentially legal. It's essentially legal. Yeah. Um, if you have a medical license, it's legal. If you a don't have a medical just a license. To jump through. If you don't have a medical license, it's decriminalized. Right. So uh, that's one of the things that Arnold did when he left office. So as long as you're not smoking weed and driving like an asshole. Yeah. It's it's pretty fucking legal. Yeah. I mean you yeah. do it you're doing it
1: in the privacy of your own home. Cops don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. I had a cop in my window giving me a lecture about texting with a half smoked bowl like in the middle. And yeah. he's leaning in for like two minutes.
0: They don't care. They don't care. They know what what people are concerned with, especially police officers, is people that are fucking dangerous. Yeah. That's what they're concerned with. If you see a guy texting, that's dangerous. Oh yeah. You know, if you if you see a guy and his van looks like Cheech and Chong, that guy's probably driving really fucking slow <laughs> yeah. as the smoke <laughs> leaves his cracked window that guy's gonna be uh, he's probably gonna be really scared to merge but other than that in
1: Maryland I couldn't figure even with my friend we wanted to smoke pot but we couldn't do it at our, each other's parents' house so we like, just get in the car like, there's, Yeah. There's no other options
0: but then your car smells like weed yeah. that's the problem If you, you gotta make that choice you make that choice to smoke in your car your car's always gonna smell like weed no just for like 10 minutes <laughs> bullshit
1: unless you close doors right when you finish smoking
0: you get one of those pot smoking dogs come <laughs> there a month later you'd be like, <laughs> it smells like weed
1: i found weed in my car on the way to the airport this time that was in there like in the center console for maybe a year or two i was just i didn't try it yet i just Um, i was on the way to the airport
0: i always wonder if i know edibles lose their their potency they do yeah they go away it goes away like almost entirely gets to the point where they don't do anything oh but they only have like a certain... Li- Tom McCormick explained it to me once, I, but I don't remember. I gave
1: Tony some weed that was in the back of my fridge for like three years once. I was like, <laughs> if you want it, you can have it. And, and, healthy- you- and he goes, yeah, I got me high
0: as fuck. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe the dried plants, it's different than when you, the, you cook it. It's like the cooking aspect of it, I think, or the, the putting yeah, it maybe. into it, an edible form. Something about like... Spiciness like goes away if you leave the top off like too
1: long. Does it really? Yeah. Like of what? If you like, let's say you have a thing of like that, um, the red sauce, not the sriracha sauce, but the, but the ones with all the, the seeds in them. You ever see those? Oh, spreadable yeah. spreadable kind.
0: Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. If you about.
1: take a top off that and just let it like oxygenate,
0: is that a lot scientific? Of the splicing <laughs> goes
1: away. No, really? No, it's just really? observation.
0: Really? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know. You're the one who turned me on to that fucking shit. What is that stuff that you gave me? That bomb? It's a bomb? Oh, oh it's so good. In a, oh, in a, my a God. The spaghetti. He gave me this hot sauce that it looks like so like small. If you were like, uh, it even has like a nuclear warning sign on it. It has yeah. like a like a little nuclear sign on it, and it's such a small bottle. You're like, what? It, what? What? How horrific could this stuff possibly be? <laughs> Everyone's like, always like terrifying. Oh. It's such a small bottle. Like, how are they so confident to sell me that much hot sauce?
2: Is it just that one pepper, that whatever? The the ghost pepper? Yeah, ghost pepper. I
0: don't know if it's ghost pepper. It might be that caspicum. capsation, capsation. yeah. Yeah. Well, let's find out. See, the the bomb, D-A. B-O-M-B, hot sauce.
2: Habanero peppers is what it is. Yeah.
0: That's it? No, that's not it. That's a different one. There's a -A -A death one. The black one? There's the little tiny death one. Whatever the little tiny death one is.
2: That one? The final answer? What is that? Is it bomb dropping in the middle? Or no, the that's bomb.
1: is that it? <laughs> but literally three drops into a plate of spaghetti and marinara sauce. Three drops and then mix up the whole thing.
0: Is that the same sauce? It looks different. Oh, I guess they have a bunch of different flavors. That's what yeah, it is. There's a few
1: different flavors. Okay, this is it. The
0: bomb beyond insanity. That's it. This is the one. See this one right here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever the fuck the name of this stuff is. I, could, <laughs> I, I got cocky. Did you put, really? Yeah, yeah. I put like a half a teaspoon of that shit in. And I uh, I took your <laughs> suggestions. What? I think it was, uh, no. It was either spaghetti or it was uh, chicken noodle soup from uh, Jerry's Famous Deli. You took
1: my suggestion and what? And doubled it?
0: I took your suggestion and put it into spaghetti. You told oh, me you okay, put yeah, it in spaghetti. Yeah. I put it in noodles. I'm pre- actually, I'm pretty sure that it was the chicken noodle soup because I get that all the time. Okay. Oh, no. Um, but holy fuck! I was in agony. Yeah. I was like, "This is the most ridiculous hot sauce of all time." It's got a good flavor to it, though. It does, but it was—I went to war. Yeah, I went to <laughs> war with my under body. The eyes.
2: You shit it out.
0: It says habanero pepper enhanced with habanero infused flavor create a sauce measured at one hundred nineteen thousand seven hundred Scoville units of heat. Wow! Wicked to give you contest, beyond
1: belief, to give you context, a jalapeno pepper is twenty five hundred.
0: That is insane. One hundred nineteen thousand seven hundred Scoville <laughs> wow. units of heat. It's
1: so hot. <laughs> I did the same thing on a plate of spaghetti. I took like a whole teaspoon, ate one bite, fought on the ground for a while, dumped the whole thing back into the whole like tub of spaghetti, and then all that was hot.
0: I didn't think that it was, um, I didn't think it was just habanero. It seemed so strong. I felt like it had to be more than habanero. There's voodoo in
1: there. There's not so, much voodoo in there. I've yeah, had really
0: good, really good habanero sauce mm-hmm. and, you know, real strong stuff, but it was nothing like that. Yeah. That was so <laughs> off the deep end. So good. You ever have El Yucateca? Uh-huh. That's my Tastes shit. They said that at the griddle. That's my shit. The Mexicans know how to make the best hot sauce. Period, dude. Yeah, their habanero sauce, that El Yucateca, it's delicious. It's hot, but it's also really delicious. Like I put a lot of that shit on my eggs, and it's it's got a lot of heat, but it's still the taste is so mm-hmm. good. You
1: know, yeah. A lot of people don't understand that it's a lot about the taste. Yeah, the ta- It's the pain, but it goes with the good taste.
0: Yeah, you don't want to just suffer like an asshole.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love when do you ever get challenged when you put a bunch of hot sauce on something. Be like, drink this whole thing then drink this whole thing of yeah, Tabasco and you're why? like Fuck.
0: I'm not trying to win a challenge yeah what come on it's like your dad if he catches you smoking a cigarette wants you to smoke the whole pack Listen, <laughs> bitch I just want to try cigarettes you have to fucking stuff them in my face
3: yeah
1: smoke the whole pack Did you hear about CVS
0: what happened with CVS? Oh, they're not going to sell cigarettes anymore. They're not going to sell tobacco products. I all. think yeah. it's weird that they did anyways, or
2: how they sell alcohol. Yeah. They sell alcohol, and it's supposed to be a place to get medicine. Yeah, this know? is what I thought. I'm,
1: for the longest time, I was blaming all these Philip Morris. Like, oh, they know it's addictive. They're still fucking putting it out there. But then you're like, oh, what about the people hold, selling it? Yeah, They know, too. They've read yeah. the stats. They're just making money off it. They could easily do what the CVS is doing.
2: It's so weird.
1: Especially in <sighs> pharmacies.
0: Well, it's weird, man, because there's part of me that says hey I want to be able to buy cigarettes if I was an idiot if I was an idiot and I decided to start smoking cigarettes I'd want to be able to buy them I don't give a fuck if CVS sells them you know if CVS wants to keep selling them so
1: right I get it if you don't want to make them illegal but some health place does not have to sell the fucking yeah. agents
2: of death. It's that is kind
0: of creepy that it's a CVS. I yeah. think about it that way. Yeah. Cause yeah. they have,
2: they have tequila, they have mm-hmm. alcohol they, and then they have medicine on the next side. Yeah. That just <laughs> makes no sense
1: at all. I mentioned on Twitter and <laughs> all these people like, Oh, they still sell candy. They still do this. I'm like, guys, it's a good thing. It gives people less like direct access, easy access to a harmful product. Yeah. This is good. And somebody's like, well, they're just going to get all this, all this business from the, um, uh, insurance companies now. And it's like, yeah, they should get, they should get rewarded. That you get do, rewarded yeah, when you do a good thing? It's nice when those people get rewarded. It's not doesn't make it bad.
0: <laughs> the idea that you could just sell things that you know are going to kill you people know it's pretty. I, yeah, how up. are they not held liable? <laughs> I mean, it's not even something that gets you. There's something about there's a willingness when you decide you're going to drink. You know, yeah. like when you, like when if we're at a comedy club, like you want to do shots. All right, yes. we're doing shots. There's this thing that happens when you decide that you're going to drink that is beneficial there's some there's camaraderie in it there's like fun in it you know there's there's happiness to it Uh there's a warmth if you're doing it right you know you can enjoy the experience of having a couple of drinks but the experience of smoking cigarettes is just death (laughs) it's nice no it's
1: nice when you're getting a good circle
0: of people yeah but it's not changing your your fucking state i mean it might be giving you a little bit of a stimulation right it gives you a stimulant sort of effect right yeah. That's no, what you, they or say. Or like a, it's a
1: friendly thing. That's what hurt me the most is not smoke. When you see, like, like a bunch right. of people just in a circle, just all,
2: I'm like, I want to be part of that right, social right.
0: circle. Right. Yeah, there's a thing people do. Like, people like to do that with cigars. They like to sit around cigars and smoke Get with a bunch together. of guys. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now it's really weird because all the comics are using these things. So mm-hmm. you just yeah. see circles of people using these fake electronic <laughs> hookahs.
0: Well, those are better <sighs> for you, you those? man. Those are fucking better for you. That um, shit is better for you than, than
2: cigarettes, yeah, period. Yeah. This is great for me, for it doesn't. when. It, like for chain smoking mm-hmm. or when I'm inside. It's like chain smoking's the thing I would do. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like working and I'd be smoking, put it out. I'm like, wait, where's my... Oh, I already put it out. I got smoking out. You know what I mean? So that's good for like the in-betweens and when I'm driving and traffic. I think Jay's been like a two-pack-a-day smoker for like years and years and he's, already, he's gone like 120 days the good just thing, on those. Yeah, the good thing about... They help people quit. The good thing about this is besides like the blue cigarettes and like those little... Uh, disposable nicotine ones is uh-huh. those like you have you don't get any kind of satisfaction from that. oh really and this you actually like, you blow that one out, looks like, too much though it looks too
1: big like you're calling <laughs> attention to yourself what is that it's a whole device it's a bunch of smoke though it's and curved at to the top it's not even straight on no no you, you can it <laughs> you're around. angry you're
0: joey Diaz. it's just
1: too much attention it's just too big why is it too much attention because it's god it's like look at this thing i'm doing i'm doing something different everyone look is yeah. that what it is, or is it? Is there any? Uh, it's the ones that look the same size as, as? I get that. All right, a
2: blue tip mm-hmm. goes off. I tell you fine. what. I tell you that. You the mean difference.
0: like a, uh, a oil in there? Blue cigs.
2: It yeah, those blue cigs. Yeah. The difference is, is, this battery lasts a long time and it has a lot of juice in it. It so. looks like an f- electric toothbrush.
0: Yeah, and it does look <laughs> like an yeah. electric toothbrush. It looks like one of those things that they uh, they put in your ear to it look has, around. It has a, oh yeah, it
2: has a readout also. It tells your temperature, and it also tells you how many hits you've had, and it also says like what your battery life. You have really, a alarm wow. clock on there.
0: That is a trip. Let it, me see that thing. Man. And,
2: and what's really cool is that they have these bars now in Los Angeles that are huge bars, and yeah. they're like mixology bars. So you go and you're like, yeah, I want cotton candy but Pez, and they will go, okay, and they mix, uh, and like, make cotton. it of those. Yeah, and it's like these, like it's almost going to like a bar.
0: Okay, Ari. You're, you're wrong this, this thing's dope <laughs> take
2: a hit of it you, you wear I'm fanny packs I'm looking at it
0: I do wear fanny packs I, of say, I sell fanny kind packs of stuff. do you really I'm selling them now at Higher Primate I got a beautiful one from <laughs> that, Roots with a Higher nice. Primate logo on it with boots Roots you know Roots the company that makes bags uh-huh. they make leather bags yeah oh, they, they made me one with a Higher Primate logo on it well the, I got it from Dice yeah. Dice came in and he had uh, he had sweatpants on and these this fanny pack and I go that's a beautiful fanny pack I'm like where'd you get that he's like oh yeah it's from Roots it's the best and he showed me the fanny <laughs> so pack you went and, got the and best. so I got the I got the Dice Clay uh, fanny pack I want one. That, my my fanny I'm you can get one I'll get deal. you one my fanny pack is a Dice Clay inspired i just, huh. ordered, some inspired. I just huh. ordered some sweatpants online I'm waiting to get them and I'm just gonna start wearing sweatpants no the you're fanny not yes, you're not am. do that yeah I am no no yeah. do, it, do it do it I'm gonna wear tracksuits no they they're comfortable. I. Exactly. No, stop yes.
2: it. <laughs> no, he, he's got Why a Why not? On. I agree with this. Why not? They, so, they're comfortable. They I'm not su- worried about that look. They have those new sweatpants, too, that look like pants. Have you mm. seen these you things? not yeah. go out like that. That's ridiculous. You're you wearing like sweatpants,
0: you've got to wear sweatpants. You know, that's, you're a fool. <laughs> you can't put fucking racing stripes on a Cadillac. That's just stupid. Yeah, you exactly. Know? That's dumb. If you're going to wear tights. sweatpants, they're sweatpants. Make them look like sweatpants. Put have
1: a crease in it makes it look like a tuxedo.
0: I'm going to start wearing tracksuits. Please don't do in. that. <laughs> Please
1: do not. I cannot sit with you if you do that. <laughs>
0: you can. You'll be fine. Oh, these you'll are su- be fine. I supported you through your cardigan days. I never said a word. I never shit on your fucking terrible dress habits. I never did. How dare you say that you wouldn't support me for athletic wear. That's just preposterous. If you're doing athletics, I can see it. Well, I'm an athletic guy. I like to move around.
2: <laughs> you just break out into a I need, a uh, I need at any some moment. clothes that don't
0: hold me down.
2: See, these are sweatpants, but they they look like regular pants.
0: Oh, that's nice. I would wear those. See, <sighs> that. I'd wear those. Yeah. I actually would love to wear those. Yeah. That's actually, it seems like something that I would those wear every day. Those do not look like sweatpants. You're yeah. looking at right at his cock, aren't you?
2: <laughs> you can't help it I looked at it I looked at it for a full three or four seconds this is Joe and he's gonna be wearing Cookie Monster sweatpants that's me <laughs> soft and it's rambles. beautiful it'll be covered with
0: cat hair show you how much of a oh, beta no, I am <laughs>
2: I'm all for the tracksuits. I I think that need to make a comeback. I hate so wearing jeans. I hate wearing jeans, man. Oh. Jeans. Stop. We're so
0: concerned with what kind of clothes we wear. People who are like really into style, they're always annoying. They're <laughs> almost always annoying when they start talking to you about this is uh, this is Gucci, this is Fendi, yeah. this is a this is a Ralph Lauren. This My is artist a,
1: friend told me that there's all these older artists now they're getting a little successful and they have like sleeves, but they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I only wear these type of shoes.
0: There's nothing wrong with being into clothes. There's not. Nothing wrong with enjoying. I think art clothes are artwork. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But there's people that are like really, like, obsessively into style and like kind of snobbish about it that's like a weird thing to give a fuck about you yeah. give a fuck that this guy has paint on his pants like if you, you and i are hanging out and you have paint on your pants i could give zero fucks is that like a better thing whatever you want no i'm just saying if you what you choose to wear oh, right. a type of shoe or you choose to wear like i make fun of calen's shoes like all portland. the time in portland
1: you can wear anything you want you
0: should be able to wear anything you want everywhere but so, someone who's like into like rigid style, like oh that's out of style, that's out of style. Says fucking who?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Says man.
0: fucking who? You tell me what the hell board decides what's in style and not in style. Wear whatever the fuck you want. If you want to wear some sweatpants, wear some fucking sweatpants. And anyone who cares is an idiot. You, f- you fool. You care that that guy's walking around in sweatpants? Why do you give a fuck? Why would anybody care even slightly that someone's walking around wearing sweatpants? In the office? In the, in the-, the-, the boardroom? What do you give a fuck? Well, you have to wear that weird, stupid outfit that you wear with these stiff Corners, these sharp edges, and a tie around your neck, and and cufflinks that are so fucking stupid. You have to stick some metal extraneous pieces in there and tighten up. Better without the the buttons. Links because you're. Collar folds over. Get the fuck out of here. That's ridiculous. With your shiny, stupid, hard-soled shoes. Why do you have wood in your shoes? The bottom of your shoe is wood? Really? There's wood in your shoe? What is it? Fucking 1812? Are you you living in Denmark? You have clogs on, you fuckhead? It's ridiculous. Why would you have leather, shiny leather, on the bottom of your toes? Do you know how slippery and stupid that is? <laughs> it it's got from it all. What's with the tassels, you fucking half You like tassels it. in the front of your shoes, you <laughs> idiot. Like that. Man tassels. <laughs> what is that extra fancy, you fucking? They're leather. They're leather tassels. It's so childish and silly and ancient and retarded <laughs> and dumb de dumb de dumb. Who cares how you dress? You know how I dress all
1: summer long in New York? I would huh. put on flip-flops, shorts, no shirt, <laughs> and just get high and
0: walk around. Isn't it, is that cool to walk around with no shirt? No. It's not. No, I mean Is it's allowed, but it's even homeless illegal. people don't do it. But it's not illegal? Uh uh-uh. uh. Hmm. I mean, no cop co- what me. about women then? Is that can women walk around topless? I, they, they they, I know roles. that's been fought for, right?
1: In Columbus, Ohio you can. Portland you can be you can be topless. Yeah, these tassels. Yeah, tassels. Oh my god. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking... style, man. It's tassels on top of tassels. It oh looks my like a saddle. God.
0: You need ayahuasca. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you wear tassels in your shoes, you need ayahuasca. You need <laughs> I've had shoes like that Shop Mother ayahuasca to take you away <laughs>
1: Have
0: you ever done that stuff? Ayahuasca? Yeah Still have not yeah, Me neither It's um, a more um, prolonged version of a DMT trip that apparently doesn't quite get to that DMT flash level. Really? But it gives you sort of this weird spiritual insight thing that you don't necessarily get with DMT. That's the way it's been described to me by my friends who've done it. It's hard, like, when you're trying to relay experiences, um, everybody's is very different. So, like, if you haven't personally experienced it, it's hard to try to put into... Context: What they're saying, like mm-hmm. how they're describing something. You don't oh, really yeah, really have to it's experience hard to put into it. Words. So one of these days I'll have to do it. But um, the DMT flash, everybody that I've talked to, where I've tried to like piece together what they say about their experiences. Yeah, it's all seems like we're it's all similar. talking about a similar place, but it's hard to. It's so wacky that it's hard to uh, put into like any context. On, in the the real world, so the words that you use are all the wrong words.
1: That's yeah, so why talking about talking about God and the voice of God, like there's no voice. It's not like that. There's no arm of, yeah. of God. There's nothing that we can comprehend.
0: If this is, if it isn't you know when you when you do that if it isn't you actually communicating with something if it's all happening inside your head and it's all imaginary yeah your God damn, your brain has some untapped potential oh
1: yeah probably cuz
0: if that's in there if that really is just our collective minds in there or really is just the 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 the, the depth yeah. of the potential of human thought and the your ability to hallucinate or imagine things or your imagination in itself, the, the the very mechanics of your imagination creating all these crazy illusions and if that is the case, like wow. You know, what an incredible potential the human mind has just on its own that just we get to every now and again and it puts on this bizarre show of this this godlike quality, like yeah. this this perfect Idealistic, utopian, loving thought process that hits you when you're on that stuff. Like, of course, people think it's God. I mean, maybe it is God, and maybe what God is is human potential at its greatest heights. That's just what God really is. That's yeah, it's just a concept. And maybe we're just getting, you know, too much of it when you have a psychedelic experience. It's too much, whatever the fuck, you know, that you're tapping into that gives I've you these insights.
1: I've seen it once, but I've never done it. Ayahuasca. No.
0: The other stuff, DMT. DMT, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure we could make that happen if you were uh, willing to uh, sign a few pieces of paper for the government <laughs> and right. participate in this study. You should get in on the Rick Strassman studies. What's the see Rick Strassman if he's, studies? He's doing it again. What's he do? um he's the guy that wrote that book uh dmt the spirit molecule he was the first guy that was able to um secure federal uh funding for funding. research yeah well, he's got a license to be able to do it i don't know if they funded it Wait. or if they allowed him to do it but they uh, they allowed him to do intravenous dmt uh injections intravenous. To yeah the book's called dmt the spirit molecule and it's a fantastic book um, it's really interesting. He's a you know he's a scientist and he's a say I would donate my body to science. For he's that. a brilliant brilliant guy, but he's also like a really cool guy, and uh, he's he's really nice. He's a really like nice person, and. When you hear about his uh, relaying of these people's experiences, the way he set everything up and his uh, his willingness to track this idea down and try to see what it really is all about is really courageous. You know, for a doctor to do that, they, they you can get in some Trouble. weird, well, you can get in some weird situations where people think you're a kook. But he's dealing with a real chemical
1: yeah so uh, they can't get funding to study mushrooms or the they're starting to do it
0: maps is starting to break some boundaries on that they're starting to uh to make some headway really? you know yeah What's there MAPS? was a John Hopkins University study yeah. on psilocybin um maps is the something multidisciplinary psychedelic studies i don't know what the actual uh acronym how it works, but it's um the probably the number one group as far as like really intelligently. Debating and promoting psychedelics. Oh wow! And the study of psychedelics—all brilliant, brilliant guys. Um, you know, we had Rick Doblin, who's one of the guys uh, from Maps, one of the, the head guys. We had him on the podcast, and guy couldn't have been cooler.
1: I told my suburban friend to take mushrooms. She's, Did you? She's about to turn forty. Whoa! She was fucking out? burbs. She was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. So I was like, do it. Do it with your husband.
0: Tell her to take mushrooms and, take and listen to that YouTube you song. Actually, watch it. Watch it in the, the YouTube Kim video. Off? The one Fallon from Fallon.
2: Fallon, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think when you get through a certain age, though, that it might be too scary to recommend somebody? You do sure you mushrooms? don't have herpes? I'm gonna take a She, hit said, like she said, "I'll be scared." I'm like, "Yeah, of course you'll be scared." Yeah, but I mean, like, when you get to a certain age, you kind of also have that, like, "I'm going to die." <laughs> no. It's, it's,
3: it's, <laughs> oh God! It's a
2: big hit. <laughs> Oh. what kind of flavor is this this is that's grape mixed with a little bit of uh, you're a fucking child pina colada <laughs> you're a black child i didn't get anything y- yeah you have to hold the button the whole time you kind of you can kind of like like puff on it almost that's kind of the way to do it best hmm. it's puffing on it how'd you get the death squad symbol a, in there oh uh, it's the sticker fit it perfect oh nice yeah. that's hilarious but, you know, like when you're older, you, you kind of have like in the back of your head like, oh, you know, w- what if I'm having a heart attack? Because I'm 40, you know, like because I want to because I, <laughs> I, I want to recommend it to somebody that's never done it the same way. But I, just I, I'm like, that's, that's wait, a ridiculous that a- notion. She's never done anything like that before. Yeah, tell her. Like, you know what, scary. man?
0: You should let people do what they want to do. Yeah. If they want to live their whole life and never do mushrooms, you should let them.
2: I'm not going to force them to do it. No, should
0: not even to advise it up. them. shouldn't even bring it up. No, no, disagree. No. <laughs>
3: Absolutely bring it up.
0: You think you should offer it up? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I think if you want to fuck her, you should.
1: No. no. Even if I don't, I advise my male friends, too. I try to get them to do
0: it. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not with if, me. The last I thing I want to do if I'm
1: going to try to fuck a girl is do mushrooms with them. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, it makes wow. it weird. Yeah. And what if you freak out in front of her? You ruin <laughs> yeah, all the chances like so Yeah, don't feel like I can't, so that don't feel like held down?
3: Nah,
0: no way. That's awesome.
3: <laughs>
0: uh-uh. <sighs> yeah, I think uh, anything you do, whether it's mushrooms or smoke pot. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine last night about a, a friend of ours. And we were talking about, like, how this dude could benefit from weed. Yeah. Like, this is why he does this, because he doesn't smoke smoke pot, so he's not—he he's not, doesn't have that paranoid, introspective thing that you get when you smoke weed. You we start really examining yourself. Yeah. You know, and we're in uncomfortable lights— People, oh, a lot of people who don't smoke weed who need to. That's like the quality that they're lacking. So they have like this hubris, so they can so, keep uh, pushing I mean forward. Like, no, you really do. They keep pushing forward without considering, you know, how they come off to other people. They just keep pushing forward. Yeah, they have yeah. This, this hubris. That You're would like,
1: come on, man, just smoke this and stop and think about it yourself yeah. for
0: a second. People get caught up. Also, you get caught up in going in a certain direction. Like, like, did you see Wolf of Wall Street? No, not yet. Good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It's really good. You know, a lot of people say that Martin Scorsese like his movies are kind of like formulaic. Yeah, but I say those people can go fuck themselves (laughs) because what he does is he knows he knows how to do it, man. I should. I'm sorry. (laughs) So good with words.
1: He (laughs) for my next 1500 words that I don't need. Here's a picture.
0: Boom. Um, he just knows how to make a movie that, like, it's different. Like, he'll do things like like there's a part when Leonardo DiCaprio, like you know, everyone's moving and talking, and they just stop talking, but there, there's no sound coming out. But he's walking towards the camera, and looking at you. They've yeah. essentially completely cut out the sound of all the other people, and he's talking to you. It's like these weird little things yeah. that he does. Like there's the chaos of the trading room floor, and as Leonardo DiCaprio walks through it, it's, there's no sound, just him talking oh, yeah. and he's explaining his life and the world that he lived. The
1: director does. It's yeah, like he's saying something about something. He's just. That
0: dope. He's just dope. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, is just a master. He's just a it master. He said he
1: had this shot in um, uh, Taxi Driver where it's when you see a, a, a guy walking towards the camera, a character walking towards the camera, and then you see another angle, like cut right from there to the camera moving towards something. You're know, like, that's the point of view of the guy we just saw. Right. Um, so then they start having him pan across. That view starts panning across the taxi place all the way around and around, and then it, sh- it, then it puts De Niro in the shot. It was supposed to be his point of view, and all of a sudden he's in it, and d- he just does stuff like that. Yeah. Like, say he, this shooting is just as crazy as this character is. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It gives you that the
1: deeper shit.
0: Gets you feeling loopy. Yeah, this just a, there's such an art to filmmaking. You know, I don't have any desire to ever do it. No, I, it
1: seems like a lot of work. Oh
0: my god, it seems like so much work. But I appreciate the shit out of it. You know I really really appreciate someone who's really good at it. Someone who just really knows how to make a movie that you go to see and you go fucking hey. That's a good guy. Go- American Hustle's a good yeah, goddamn fucking movie. That's that pretty good. That's a good fucking movie, man. That is a good fucking movie, man. I Christian Bale is
1: such a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Goddamn,
0: he's good. Yeah. Do you ever and, see The Machinist? And those women were fucking fantastic, too. The chick from The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the red chick. Adams. God damn. Fantastic.
2: Did you see it, Brian? What a movie. No.
0: Bradley Cooper was awesome. You yeah. haven't seen it yet?
2: I don't see movies unless I have a girlfriend. I just never think about oh. it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Again, Ladies, yeah.
0: you hear that cry for
2: help? <laughs> <laughs> don't let another season go by without, without
0: Brian Redband a finding a girlfriend. Process. Next. I, I
2: live a totally yeah. different life when I'm in a relationship. Like when I'm not in a relationship, I don't do shit. I don't watch TV. I don't watch don't, movies. I don't. What play, do you do? Play with dogs. You just don't do anything.
0: Furious masturbation <laughs> no. from the jump. The Alarm clock goes off. The go, lube go, gets go. squirted, <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> and we begin the race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was. Could See be. How many times you can
1: masturbate in a day? What do you, think you get to? Probably like three or four. So high, no, you could do more than that in a day. High, you started right away. Yeah, oh, highest boy. is about
2: five or six for me, I
1: would say. You, get to, you can get to seven or ten, I think.
0: Yeah, but by the end, what the fuck is... What kind of madness...
2: It's mostly just liquid. It I would be li-
0: afraid of that madness filling my head with seeds.
2: What do you mean? Like if you're I beat up?
0: off seven times in a day, yeah. what with the things that I need to think of in order to come after times five and six... Oh, yeah. What are the the madness, the fucking crazy, savage genes that I have to tap into to get my last load you off?
1: Start off slow to give yourself more room. I don't want those thoughts. Start off by like smelling your wife's pillow.
0: I don't want those thoughts. And then Ari. Move up from there. I don't want those thoughts. I don't, want, I don't want to hit com number seven. That's, that's, that's a person I don't like. It would like. start to hurt, but you have to keep going. I don't like that person. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking figure out how to come,
1: come, 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 Nothing about dead cats.
0: i fucking fuck the world. I'm going to get these fucking loads out of the last... You go from it being sensual <laughs> to being a violent release of soldiers. That's how you orgasm. Thinking
2: about just an angry release of demon soldiers flying out of your dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fight! <laughs>
2: Those boner pills make me masturbate a lot more. Really? I'm yeah, sure. What are you take, it take and all all then strike time? out? And then you're like, oh, well. well no, they just they last, in with this boner. They last for like 24 to 48 Have hours. Have you ever looked wow. up like, what happens if you hours. take that
0: stuff a lot? Uh... Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never even looked into it. No, huh? I, I get Dude, pretty I just nervous. Went off, I went off Propecia, yeah, What's
2: that? Uh, Did you?
1: Proscar, whatever it was. You should be that off that stuff. I read about a bunch of side effects, and it was like d- d- depression, all stuff that maybe I don't know. I think maybe it stuff was caused by that.
0: I think uh, Is that hair shit. Yeah, yeah, I had a bad reaction to that stuff. It killed my boners. had
1: boneritis in there too.
0: It killed my boners, and it also made me. It's not the um, uh, it made me more tired. Oh, really? Like when I would work out, I didn't have as much endurance. Yeah. When I got off of it, my boners came back with a vengeance, and I felt like I had more energy training. And I was like, man, I wonder if that's affecting me in an extreme way. Like, everybody has, like, a different reaction. It changes
1: the way it it processes um, uh, testosterone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, dihydrotestosterone. You see, but everybody has a different body's reaction. It's so weird. You know, like, some people, they're allergic to certain types of uh, antibiotics, or they're allergic to penicillin, or they're allergic to – you know, people get weird rolls of the dice with your bodies. It might be that my body didn't react to it very well. But I know uh, I have a buddy who's on it. There's no problems with it at all. Yeah. He's been taking that shit for like 10 years. Probably most people don't. Yeah, for me, it was a problem. But I didn't realize it was a problem until after I stopped taking it. When I stopped taking like I ran out of it. And all of a sudden, my dick was like, woken up from a coma. Yeah, you know, i just commit <laughs> to going bald. <laughs> just shave <laughs> like, your hello, head, man. hello. You, your head was, you look great when you shaved your head. No, I didn't. There oh, we go. Yeah, you did. I did not like the shaved head. Let's well, you don't have to, but I'm telling you, you look great with a shaved head. <laughs> We're all going to have shaved heads in five years. Listen, <laughs> there's a reason why the monks did it. It's an I don't give a fuck move. I mean, I was, I, for me, it was a matter of aesthetics. My hair was getting so gross. It was got it was down to the point where, like, you shouldn't keep getting haircuts if every time you get your haircut, your hair still looks like shit.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's like, like, what gonna, why I why am I paying you chop for?
0: Chop all this shit off. But I would have done. Now your that I've done it, like yeah. now that I've done, I would have done it a long ass time ago. It's the easiest way to deal with it. Like it's you got a round shit. head, yeah, it works. You yeah. got a good head for for being bald. But yeah. getting your like haircut is so annoying. Having to schedule that time out of your day and sit down and listen to some oh, yeah. nonsense. I had a, a cool hairdresser for a long time. My friend Gabriella so she was a hairdresser from the news radio days she really was, yeah she's really cool cool italian lady from uh, new york so we, we've been friends for a long time so i used to actually enjoy she probably kept me from cutting my hair off for a long time just because i enjoyed hanging out with her um, i go to see her like once a month they're the coolest the ones man
1: on a shoot yeah. the, the wardrobe stylist the wardrobe yeah. and the hairstylist. The f- cool she's ones. she's funny
0: she's a funny new york like hard ass uh cool lady
2: the makeup people always hate me because of you, Joe. Because wow. I, you always had that rule of like I never put makeup on, like on TV shows and yeah. stuff. And so that like, twice I've had to say no, no, no makeup. I don't do that. And they're like, "What are you talking about? You have to." And I'm like, "No, I, you I, don't I, have to." <laughs> they tried to
0: get me the other day when I was doing Fox Sports One. I go, "Nope, they're Like, guy. Okay, we're just gonna put a little powder." I'm like, nah, "No, that's anyway. all right though. Like, this is what I look like. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what I look like." That's what I said. What I said, I said, I said play I games and pretend I look different than I look. That's crazy. Like, you gonna smooth my skin out? What are you gonna do? I let them do what they want. Are you gonna light me funny and? soft like i'm an angel what are you gonna do what the fuck are you I'm doing uplighting. this is look man uh, no one's perfect this is what i look like what do you look like hi <laughs>
2: hi let's talk now <laughs>
0: fucking relax you don't have to put makeup on people
2: she got mad though she got upset like look this is my job if you don't get makeup they're gonna stop hiring me uh, you know what it. people are
0: still gonna want makeup so there's nothing wrong with makeup right. i wore makeup every day when i was on news radio really? yeah they've been make every time we filmed they put makeup on me
3: yeah. They, they just want to do
0: it. I, and I couldn't say no then. You know, who was I? They I, I, Anything I did to be a dick. What? Look, I, was totally I was totally replaceable. I was totally replaceable. I was nobody. Did you replace Ray
1: Romano on that show? Yeah. So I, re-
0: he, I, re- I, replaced, I actually replaced the guy who replaced Ray Romano.
1: So they took Ray Romano was booked for the pilot, but they didn't mm-hmm. shoot the pilot with Ray Romano.
0: No. This is what happened. Yes. Ray Romano was booked for the pilot, and he was working, but... They decided somewhere in the middle of Ray's they weren't happy thing. With what's happening. I don't know if they weren't happy with him, or they decided to go a different way with the character, and he Kevin was Christy right. For their with, original with the same thing idea. Where it's like
1: sometimes they just last minute, like we got to make a switch. Um, you, you're out. Let's well, get a new in out the there.
0: beginning, when they're coming up with ideas and they're throwing the ideas around for a pilot, it's not uncommon for them to change a character. They like decide they need a different dynamic. They have okay. all these different dynamics, and Ray was more of a laid back sort of a dynamic. Like that's who he is. You know, while well, when see him on the show you know he's like a laid-back sort of a guy and i think they wanted someone who's a little aggressive someone who's an idiot who's like a a male idiot that was going to do aggressive stupid shit that leaves room for funny so i got lucky it was like I, i came along after ray was replaced by uh, another guy, but who did just not in
1: for the guy. Did he never well, he really... was
0: in the pilot. The other guy was in the pilot. But he didn't think he had a job, full time job. I right? don't know what he thought. I don't know. I don't know uh, if if I remember maybe he that was pilot with a other fixer guy. Yeah, maybe if he was really good, they would have kept him. Or maybe if he was what they were looking for, they would have kept him. So then they did. Um... You know, what's the funny thing about the audition.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: is that the first stuff that they wrote? It was. It was really interesting because um, it wasn't that funny. It was like more like matter-of-factly or it was more like setting up a character. You know, it was like yeah. there was no the, – the, the jokes in them were very subtle. It was like a, a, a behavior sort of a, a piece. And uh, a lot of guys like totally like tried to overdo it and try to make it like really funny. It just wasn't really funny. And they were saying they did that. The writers did that because they wanted to make sure that no one would try to ham it up. Oh, really? Like, if it's funny, it's funny. You know, like, say it to make it funny. Like, you know how to say it to make it funny or not. But if it's not funny, don't pretend it is. You, know, you can't ha- Everything doesn't oh, have right. to be a joke. Like, some things are not a joke and some things are a joke just because you're creating a character. Like, the, you know that character. So when the character does, like, typical things like that, that character would. It was like a joke of recognition. Right. You know? Yeah. So then the second time I came in for the second audition. When I say a penny on the
1: ground near Barris' feet, I'll always go pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> I won't call Ted. I'll just pick it up and like, put it in my pocket and let him go like, oh my God,
0: I just saw it. Well, you guys have like routines. Yeah, yeah I'm saying just- like, we yeah. have that yeah, go-to things. Yeah. Based on what you know already. But the second time I went in for the audition, yeah. they wrote something really funny. I was like, whoa, this is hilarious. Was really good stuff. So then, you know, they they had narrowed it down to a group of people that they thought were, you know, not going to ham it up. Yeah. And then they gave uh, the smallest group to the remaining group shit to be funny with. Oh right. They, yeah. So they they were super. super Who else was close for it? I don't know. I don't know those guys. Oh. No. There's just a couple guys. But I remember. Th- <laughs> I remember there. Uh, I, I there's one thing that gives you confidence. It's to what? see other people falling apart sometimes. who just see fall apart? The, the, the guy people. who was auditioning, one of the guys who was waiting to audition, he was. How did he was, fall apart? Vis- what he was do? visibly sweaty. Oh. Like, he was sweaty. Like, it was sweat was dripping down his head. Really? And he was going over the lines in this, like, really weird, like, uh, frantic way. <laughs> like, he was, like, kind of mouthing the lines while he was sitting there, but it was like. It was like, he was falling apart. He was like, no, shit, fuck. Like, what, sh- really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something he was doing that gave me massive confidence. And I remember thinking, oh, if I just got to audition, this guy's going to fall apart. Like, one down. <laughs> I guess, you know, it's probably one of those guys that had been in Hollywood. Like, look, when you're coming out here and you're trying to audition for shows, it's totally a... a crapshoot. You could get super lucky on the very first show, you get cast and all of a sudden you're on a television show. It probably helps that you don't know if it's early where you don't really know the stakes. Yeah, it, maybe it does, but it also helps if you just get lucky and you are what they're looking for. Yeah. But you could also be here for twenty years and never get cast in shit. That's that's possible too. Oh, yeah. Especially if you have the wrong look or the wrong, you know, whatever you're you to You always used to
1: say Everybody in this town, three auditions away from being a, being a star.
0: Yeah, three auditions away. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Every single person. Yeah. I mean, look, there's some fucking really untalented people on television right now that are stars. Mm-hmm. Stars of reality shows. I mean, really untalented people. Are you really going to chew into the microphone, you motherfucker? Uh, Roseanne oh, was
2: uh, out here for what, a week or a day, and she got you know passed at the comedy store, and then she got a TV show like quickly thereafter. Roseanne, yeah, Roseanne? she
0: had a crazy yeah. ride. She was in uh, Denver. She started out in Denver. Oh yeah, she got really good in Denver. That's a credit for her. Yeah. By the time she came, well, you know what, man? Um, there's a there's a kind of an attitude that uh, Denver people have. There's, like, they're friendly folks, but, you know, there's a, there's a hard edge to that place. I mean, they're in the Rocky Mountains. They have bears and shit there, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's a crazy place to live. Be, living in Colorado is a little nutty. So they, they, they tolerate a little more, like, hardiness, you know what I mean? And so Roseanne, like, coming out of there and then going to the comedy store, is like, she had already built up yeah, this act in this cool, smart, you know, hard edge town in Denver. People dealing with the fucking elements every day. Yeah. And then from there, she's in LA and there's no comics like her.
1: You know, she's. No, she's talking about what it's like to be a housewife. Yeah, normal.
0: Killing, too.
1: Killing. She's probably hard to follow.
0: Oh, you could never follow her, man. Yeah. Do you remember people that ever. I mean, dude, uh, if folks who uh, weren't alive when Roseanne Barr first hit, she's like. Her voice annoyed me, but then I gave it another
1: shot. Like a few years later, and I was like, "Oh, this show's pretty good." She's a great comic. You think and, so?
0: Yes, yeah, especially back in the day. You know, especially when she when she first made it. She to me is one of the most influential comedians ever. Really? Yep. Because for women, there'd never been a woman like her before. She's the Kinison version of a woman. There'd never been a woman like that before. She I always could she had like thirty minutes though. I don't know, man. She did more than one special. I mean, she didn't maintain that level stand-up. You know, yeah. once she became super famous and had the, the TV show. It was and for the
1: attitude of like, no, this is just who I am. I'm not trying to be anything.
0: She was badass, dude. When she was, before she got her television show, when she was just doing stand-up, she was badass. There was no women like her before. She was a total new thing. She was an overweight white woman who didn't give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. And she had kids. And she didn't give a fuck. She
1: sent Mitzi a black rose. A dead rose. <laughs> It's, yeah she wanted to send a message i
2: don't
0: know a message <laughs> they fought oh, with each
2: other God, that's black so Rose are, roses are the rarest of all roses. Mm. black roses
0: well it's a nice thing to send then yeah. unless it's voodoo attached oh maybe it she is might have some voodoo on it roseanne believes in a lot of wacky shit she's out there sometimes oh dude she's so out there she's like Area she won't 51 touch hands too there. she's one of those Really?
1: Very rarely we'll touch hands. Just touch my hand. Oh wow. Congratulations, fucking Thank, Thank you
0: very much. I feel pretty good about Way it. To don't make the cut. Don't get mad Wait. at me. Why not? You haven't Why even not? didn't meet her, bro. I didn't meet mad her. wouldn't
1: shake my hand. For real? Yeah, Alan Stevens introduced me to her. Mm. In a fucking office building. What on the street? Wow, that's sad. I'm sorry. It's all right. I was just thinking like that's not Come on, it's not acceptable to say I don't shake hands. <laughs> just don't just don't do that. <laughs>
0: Well, what about people that are like crazy uh, ADD and worried about what diseases? What do those people do if they're not famous? Do obsessive just, compulsive? Do they just
1: die? I don't know, man. I mean, you can't do that at the plant. Right. You can't. No one's going to accept <laughs> that. At the
0: plant, everybody's in the Flintstones yeah. and working at the fucking plant.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't shake hands.
0: <laughs> what? What do you? No way. Yeah. Why, why is that allowed, right? Why is Yeah, it allowed? I think it
1: has to be like... It's a movie star thing. Yeah. It's a
0: fame thing. Howard Hughes. Well, I think we're, I was saying, I think we're uniquely uh, fortunate in being stand-up comedians, that you're, we're forced to look at ourselves all the time. And I think yeah. if you, you want to think about someone who gets pushed into these weird boxes of, of power, you know, power that's sort of unnatural, you know, power that like really like, doesn't exist anywhere in the, in the, the, the natural world where someone is like more famous than other people. So everyone around them like is like terrified of them. And so they, what they do is they just have these situations where they, you know, have a show and throw soda at the fucking guy who's running the show or they, (laughs) they, like we were talking about like one of those, um, Grace Under Fire, Brett Butler, yeah. apparently uh, threw a coke a in the face of the dude who was doing Grace Under Fire. Really? Yeah, 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 and like fucking swore at him and said some nasty shit to him, and, and, then, and then they canceled the show. Oh like, yeah,
1: she was like, I'm, "I'm too big for for this." And it's like, almost no, you're
0: not. like it's total unnatural behavior to have this one person like Brett Butler lack of
1: repercussions,
0: and yeah, and being so famous, and without thinking about yourself all the time, without examining. It must be a weird, weird, weird. You know place what it is? Be.
1: Hecklers. Seventy-five percent of hecklers are cute women, mm-hmm. cute to above women.
0: Trying to get some. Trying to get some arch fear dick. No, so just trying, trying to, to like it, they've it's never it's been really told gone. to shut up
1: because they're too pretty. There's
0: a little of that. There's a little. Confusion. So they don't know. They're like, this has nothing to do with you. Be quiet. Well, people get confused and think that because you're talking, they should be able to talk too. Yeah. Wait a minute. You just can't talk. <laughs> you can't just be talking. No, 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 no. I don't agree with them. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. Excuse I, me. No, it's not cool. No, it's the not girl okay. Out of the
1: Calgary. I had her, she wrote uh, letters to every one of the clubs I was booked at for the next like 15 weeks. Are you serious? Yeah. Saying what a horrible person I am and how she didn't do anything. What happened? <laughs> I threw her out for being horrible. She was talking all through the first guy, and then I started, and I was like, hey, stop, stop. I saw you talking for 30 straight minutes. You got to be quiet. We're just not going to do that and then they were like alright they did one more thing I told them to be quiet again and then I heard her go next subject and I was like get out just go get out of here front seats we got we got extra ones
2: I just had to do throw out my first person on a thunder pussy the other day for same thing the girl what? was talking the whole time the boyfriend would not shut her up yeah the boyfriend he, doesn't shut yeah, her up She just happened to be you getting some you can't
0: shut a girl up you either ask her to be quiet or you ask her to leave with you or you leave her there or you Those leave are her there yeah. you can't like shut her up man <laughs> That shit never works, especially like a really mouthy woman. Yeah, It's really like, that's what she likes to do. Some people like, some people like hold back all week long Uh and then they like to get drunk. Get drunk, you get
2: fighty. Get crazy. Yeah. Get
0: fucking aggressive.
2: Yeah, it ruined my whole entire set because she was just fucking happens, sitting man. there the whole time and I'm just like, all right, I couldn't take it anymore. It happens, man. Yeah. It happens. I'm it so happens annoying. all the
0: time. Yeah, it's weird, you know. It's, it's the enemy of comedy sometimes, but then sometimes it's fucking hilarious. Sometimes it turns out to be something funny. You know, we also have the advantage that we, we were comedy store comics. There was no crowd control. None. 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 Zero. We, like, people would say, like, I would do, like, a show and someone None. would heckle. And it would go so well, people would say, was that planned? Like, tell yeah. me, was that guy a plant? I'm like, no. Where'd you come up with all that stuff? Like, when you, when you start out at the comedy store, you go to war. Not Every only week. is it not
1: police, even when you come off and there's been a horrible heckler the whole time, no one then goes to the the door guy and goes, oh, you should throw somebody out. They just moan about it in the back to themselves. Yeah. Fucking ass. And then the next guy deals with it. <laughs> the guy after that deals with it. And nobody says something.
0: Yeah. It's hilarious. I'm guilty of it too. That place was the worst. <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah, place. Yeah, Sam Tripoli always
1: thought that the people were. St- he like, "You throw him out if he was talking to the mayor," but not for me.
0: There's <laughs> also like- an extra douchiness to that place because it's in Hollywood and yeah. it's a famous, iconic building. So you would get these people that were like, "There's an extra." Level of douche that you get from We're people that are like in show business that are douches or trying to make it in show business. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of people that give attempts at show business and they're really insane <laughs> and it doesn't go well for them. And so, they'll if they'll be at a comedy club and they'll see someone doing something and they decide in their insane head, I'm still good. I, not only that, the, this guy ain't shit and I'm better than him, I could be funnier than him. Yeah. Like, I've heard people. It's like you're a mattress salesman. I've heard people. You don't in do the this audience. anymore. I've heard people well, that could be. A comic, or it yeah. could be an actor in their mind. Yeah, but it's just this extra douchiness of people that are out here. <sighs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's not an unchecked douchiness that you don't find that often in the East Coast. The different kind of douchiness. Unchecked. Yeah, unchecked. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, nobody like they don't have friends. They don't have people to go. Shut the fuck up. They're like, drunk. They're in
1: Boston though. It was a different kind of drunk. Heckler. Yeah, it is. Diff- it's like out of control. Drunk. They're savages.
0: Yeah, they're they they they're
1: just like they're, even making-
0: they're all yeah. blacked out already they're the descendants of wild savages that came over here on boats before there were movies I mean just stop and think about that they didn't know what the fuck was over here these people are crazy the genetics of the first Irish that, uh, that came to America yeah. m- m- maniacs
3: <laughs> fucking maniacs who the it?
0: fuck would do that hey we're thinking about going on a boat to a place that we can't really describe because you know we don't have any photos or anything because they haven't invented cameras yet but uh, it'll take a few months
1: because <laughs> they haven't invented you
0: know, cameras yet gonna, <laughs> it'll take a few months and hopefully we won't die of starvation and uh, by the time we get there I mean hopefully the savages won't eat your babies they won't shoot arrows into us as we're hopefully I our- mean
1: they will they will eat a lot of your babies
0: uh, no hopefully they won't you like your babies you don't want them to get <sighs> eaten otherwise you can't spread your seed across the country
1: wait so when did we make enemies with the with the Indians why did they attack and just like steal the, the women and stuff
0: listen everybody that lands in a country and invades an a country is an attacker. Yeah. You know, you might not think of yourself as an attacker. You think of yourself as a colonist, but you're an attacker. If you run into people that were already there, we're like, it's no, just that good. simple, Yeah, you know, and you can say, well, Hey, you know, we, they should make room for us too. okay, maybe, but maybe they don't want to. Because Yeah. And if you show any aggression to them, and you're taking food oh, like out of their enemies. children's get, mouths. Like got get these things out of here. Yeah. And then there was also the fucking treaties that were broken oh, yeah. and all the f- horrific crimes that they Here's fucking... Here's
1: smallpox blankets for you.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the horrific crimes that were yeah. perpetrated on the American Indian. I mean, God, you start and th- you hear those stories and think about it. And yeah. You, you, you hear about the slaughters and the fucking mass genocide and the just the numbers.
1: Yeah, you know what? Australia, they're respectful of the Aboriginal people. Yeah, if one Aboriginal kills another one, the white people don't deal with it. Really? Like so you guys, it's on you to deal with this.
0: You know what freaked me out when I because they have their own justice system. Freaked me out when I was there it was uh they were telling me about um during the fifties, I guess it was, yeah where they had this concerted effort. they decided to take Aboriginal children from their parents steal them and raise them in the white world oh. like to to help them to benefit them so it's so oh it's so crazy, to begin crazy right? and dark,, uh. but the idea was that they were going to try to civilize these people, and the only way to do it would be to Forcibly. take their fucking kids. Like that was a real plan. That was they really enacted that. Yeah, man. They took their kids. Oh wow. They took their kids because they believed that their culture was better.
1: So much better.
0: That's so. You're crazy. an idiot if you don't think so. That's so crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy that people could take people's children. Yeah. That's so crazy. And you know, apparently, like they have a lot of the same issues that American Indians have. With uh, alcohol problems in their communities, Aboriginals. Yeah, Aborigines. Yeah, the Native Americans. Apparently, it's a genetic issue with a lot of them that they don't have ancestors. So long. Yeah, their ancestors didn't develop the tolerance, Mm -hmm. and they weren't accustomed to alcohol the way like Europeans were. So apparently, Aboriginal uh, people in Australia had a similar problem. So a lot of them, there's a lot of alcoholism, a lot of real problems with. I don't know if they ever had alcohol before, but they probably didn't have the shit that we have. Even if they had their own alcohol, if they they didn't have wild turkey, you know, they didn't they, <laughs> yeah. just, they yeah. didn't have any crazy tequilas. <laughs> they didn't have some shit. Yeah, that, maybe that's a mead. Yeah, that's they might have some fermented berry juice that <laughs> yeah. kind of gets you high.
1: If you leave it out and chase off the flies.
0: Yeah, but they were so arrogant that they thought it was okay to take their kids. Wow, that's so mean. It's horrible pulling a kid horrible. away from a mom. Horrifying, terrifying, the ugliest aspects of humanity. Yeah. I mean the thing you is know what I started to think recently. What? So I thought
1: about Philip Morris,
0: the tobacco company. Mm-hmm.
1: And you think of their evil people like trying to addict you even though they know it's already like bad for you. But they're not evil people. They're just people that had a job there mm-hmm. that are doing that stuff. They're not these like all old men. They're just people who got a job and now they're still doing that job. Yeah. Even though they know it's terrible.
0: Sort of Someone has to make the decision to sell cigarettes. Yeah, and um, you could
1: easily just say, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this job in the I accounting think, firm." At I think Morris. cigarettes
0: are going to be a thing of the past. I think the shit that he's sucking on. That kind of thing is yeah. going to make much more sense for people. If that stops killing people, why yeah. wouldn't they do it? It's a nicotine distribution device. It's
2: definitely getting people into smoking these again now. And then it's helping, yeah. the, it's helping like, the tobacco farms find a, a, a way to make money again. Yeah. Because they have all invested heavily in it. Because new people are actually getting hooked on just to smoking nicotine now. Oh, yeah.
0: What is the actual health um, of those? differential? Like, well, what's they, the, they, the difference? They, those are
1: outlawed in New York now. Really? Yeah. In, indoors. Because they said um, um, secondhand smoke, but even it's vapor. But they said they put, the problem is they put on their package um, safer than smoking cigarettes. And they're like, uh, you have to prove that. You can't just right. say that. You need yeah. to show me a study.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is the problem. You do have to prove that.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's like some sort of like, say it's carcinogen or something where it falls into the same category as cigarettes.
0: See, it doesn't seem like that blue cigarette stuff. It lingers more. It lingers more. Like smoke. I don't smell it, though.
2: You, you definitely smell uh, – like because how yeah. I found out about this actual one, this girl was smoking it, and it smelled like strawberries. And I just walked by, and I'm like, what? What was that strawberry Is smell? Is that your vagina? And, and then, oh, shit. And then she showed it to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm winning that. But it, it does I, smell – but the, yeah it, and I can see if you don't like strawberry, and then you walk around. Well, come on, so, man. I'm at the library. Yeah, but – People with perfume, man. Yeah. No,
0: there's nothing wrong with that smell. You yeah. smell it. You, uh, I smell it when you just did it, but it smells nice. It's like a nice smell. I smell it. Like cigarettes. Right. Cigarettes are disgusting, man. You used to come into the car after you smoked cigarettes. Brian would like pretend he wasn't smoking. He would go, oh, yeah, it
1: would to him in the
3: cold.
0: Oh, and you'd come, you'd come into the car, and we would all smell it. Like, oh, dude, that's nasty. People don't like to hear that shit. People that smoke it's cigarettes like, especially. Oh, no, oh yeah. They don't like to hear. No how you can't st- smell it. Okay fine. I guess I made up the
1: smell I just smelled. It's
0: so stinky, you yeah. stinky In the fucks. cold, in the cold, you come in. Stinky fuck. It's awful. Cigarette smells a stinky fucking smell. It is gross. It's bad for you too, fucks. Wait, no. Get I it together. That. It's bad for you. Don't do it. Get it together.
1: These will be better for that. It probably probably will take off. It'll probably be the cigarette in 10 years. we will probably have to. Well,
0: this is the thing. They say that nicotine is actually an an effective cognitive boost. It gives you like a little, that was one of the things that uh, Stephen King said. When Stephen King stopped smoking cigarettes, he said he really felt it. He really felt the difference in his synapses firing is the way he described it and writing his books. nicotine has like a sort of a stimulating effect on on, on thinking and creativity for a lot of people. But
1: it's the tar and the, and the, and the uh, tobacco that gets you.
0: It's, well, no. it's A lot of the, is the chemicals. There's, there's like 590 chemicals that they add to cigarettes on top of the tobacco itself. All approved by our lovely government. But these insane chemicals are essentially designed to change the flavor and to make it more addictive.
1: You know what they do with the, with the nicotine? They have a certain amount. They'll shoot it up real high, like all mm. of a sudden, from five to like seven. And then everyone has to smoke less cigarettes because it's like, all of a sudden they're getting too much. So they only smoking like half a cigarette or whatever, uh-huh. and they're getting their fix of whatever they need. And then they plummet it. Once you get used to that, they plummet it down to like what? two. Yeah. And then you start smoking more because you're not getting what you need. Then they push it right back up to average again.
0: Wait a minute. They vary it?
1: Yeah. But on occasion, in order to get you fucking more addicted. They do that what? now that they already know it causes death. They're still trying to get you more addicted.
0: I, well, I didn't know they could do that. So they can vary the amount of nicotine they have in their cell. How do you know this?
1: That's what a word on the street is. Okay, <laughs> motherfucker. That's what I've heard from smokers. <laughs> I think Big Jay told me that.
0: It's it's a dark business, man. Yeah. That's for sure. Especially if you've ever seen anybody that's dying of cigarettes, emphysema, people that are dying of uh, lung cancer. Yeah, I have not. Um, Mike. Not James died
1: of that, though. Really? Yeah. He he got a stage four tumor. That's when they found it. Whoa. He was dead in like two weeks. It wouldn't make any sense and then gone.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Smoked a lot of cigarettes, that guy. Smoked a
1: lot of cigarettes.
0: Mike Lacey uh, from the uh, Lacey. Comedy Magic Club. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: was uh, He made us. you
1: cry that time, Brian. He was telling you to smoke, stop smoking cigarettes.
2: Oh, why was I crying? Because he gets to you, yeah. dude. He's like, so he's nice. such a nice a guy.
1: No, we, Brian, look at me. Look at me. We care about you. We don't want you to die. He did one of those, like 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 Rob. Well, Williams he's did. a
0: legit beautiful person. Was yeah, break up with a girl at the same day or something. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, your cat hurt its foot, Boy. so you were fucking shoving cigarettes directly into your veins. You were opening up veins, stuffing I, I dreamt, I cigarettes in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I dropped a double toe. I can't fucking hit anything. I am mean, so uncomfortable.
2: The... You <laughs> like... I cry pretty easy. I, I almost <laughs> cried the other day. It's, it's just how my, what I'm drinking, I think, sometimes.
0: Maybe. What you're drinking yeah. makes you cry?
2: Yeah, if I drink like too much turkey, that's why I need to wild I turkey? turkey, I start crying. Like, it's just, like it's somebody will say like, the wrong it's thing. beautiful?
0: About... <laughs> your body's breaking down. <laughs> because because as as you cry like it's beautiful? Die. Yeah, or
2: stuff or... like that, or I think about something if you, ridiculous. If you drink well, that
0: much wild turkey, your body's breaking down. Yeah, it's just slowly dying. It's getting poisoned. It's moaning, like my old cat.
3: Meow,
0: meow, Have you had Fireball? What? Shot Fireball? Have you
1: had
2: Fireball? What is that? It's
1: been a while. Yeah, what yeah. is it? Have you had it? Yeah, it's like cinnamony, right? Yeah. What is it?
2: It's a. It's the shot that used uh used to be popular when I was in college, Gold and then like, kind of went away. They yeah, near the time of Gold slager and Aftershock, like all those really After weird shots. <laughs> yeah. But then it kind of went away, and it came back, and they like repackaged the, it did and everything. Now it's like everywhere you go, it's everyone's drinking Fireball. But it's my new drink. So. Savages, savages, wow. each and every one of you. Cinnamon whiskey. I
0: wanted to talk to you guys about this uh, Jerry Seinfeld thing. Oh yeah. Um, pull this up, Brian. Pull it up. It's on Gawker. Gawker.com, Gawker dot com. G a w k e r. Just pull up Gawker. Uh, it's like right on the front page. It's who cares about diversity in comedy? Says Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, that's not what you want. Hey, hey, just yeah, look yeah, up, yeah, but look up. Uh, just do a Google search on the the title. Okay. Um, diversity. Jerry Seinfeld. And he's getting just Gawker diversity jersey. He's doing
1: a public interview.
0: Yeah, and people around. I don't want to comment on it until we actually pull the video up because I would like you to hear it from him first before we even uh, before we even uh, comment on it because it's it's a it's an important subject for guys like Ari and I. um, Yeah. As as comics, there's like some shit that they're trying to
4: attach to this here. Of 22 episodes. Yeah, Yeah, let's get into that.
3: No. But 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 you. you
4: I have noticed that most of the guests are mostly white males. Of 22 episodes. Yeah, let's had... get into that. No, I... <laughs> but but you <laughs> take a look over here, Peter. What do you see? A
5: lot of a lot of whiteies. What's going on here?
4: <laughs> But, but I, you, oh, this really pisses me off. But well, go no, ahead. No, no, no. Really pisses me off. Well, uh, that's okay. I'm go sorry. ahead. But you made a comment on the Tina Fey episode that I yeah. thought was interesting that I'd, I'd like to get your thoughts on a little bit more. You said, you were talking to her and you said something about the female comedians. It's a struggle for them to balance their feminine projections with their comedic goals. Yes. And in the context of comedy, not gender diverse. I just want to know what you meant by that. Well, I just kind of curious what it's like to be a
5: woman in comedy as opposed to a man. There's a little bit of a difference. And I thought that might be an interesting thing to discuss from her perspective. She's so successful at it. And I'm just wondering how she looked at it, if she even thought about it. And she kind of gave me the answer, which is, yeah, you do have to think about that. But, you know, it's just another thing to think about. Okay. All
4: right. Fair enough.
5: Now, you but have... there were a lot of things about uh, Comedians of Cars in the beginning. The first ten I did, I think, were all white males. And people were writing all about that, which... That's part I, of the reason
4: why I asked. I, people had uh, tweeted at me when I said I'm interviewing with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, okay. ask him about their gender diversity on the show. Yeah, I mean, it's, people think it's, it's the census or something.
5: I mean, <laughs> does this got to represent the, the actual pie chart of, of, of America? Who cares? It's just funny, you know. Funny is the, is, the, is the world that I live in. You're funny, I'm interested. You're not funny, I'm not interested. Okay. And, and I have no interest in gender or race or anything like that. But everyone else is kind of with their little calculating. Is this the exact right mix? You know, okay. uh, I, I think that's uh, to me, it's anti comedy. It's okay. anti comedy. It's it's more about, you know, PC nonsense. Okay. Then are you making us laugh or not? Right, right. Yeah, well. They went off on that and said that, see, it shows that
1: he's like racist.
0: Well, I saw people, uh, I uh, saw a video. I don't even want to bring it up. I don't even want to pull the video up because I don't want to watch it again because it was so annoying of people that were taking that and saying that that's a problem. They're taking that. He's not saying... All he, he's, he's not saying I don't care if you yeah. think I'm
1: racist. He's saying I don't. I only care about what's funny. He's
0: trying to make things funny, and he's not concerned about making them diverse. It's like if His you think all like, like, oh, is- comedians
1: have a with mustaches on your show.
0: Because like, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's what he's saying. So you should be able to do creatively whatever you want, especially when your goal is just make stuff funny. Like, why should he have to? I mean, if you, if I watch a show with all Koreans in it, I don't get upset. That there's no white people. I get and people a, say yeah. that, well, you know what, that's just because you're white and you're privileged and okay. white people but have I the advantage. There's, a, yeah.
1: and there's an overall problem maybe of not using enough black people and not using enough people of
0: color, but that's not each individual shoot's problem. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's not the best Thing about this world that you know there's racism. It's one of the worst things, right? It's not the best thing about our culture that you know we we aren't equally represented in the media. It's not the best thing when you have to, you know, you have to factor in populations. You have to factor in, you know, how long these people have been in the business, how long these people have been in the business. There's a lot of shit going on when you talk about putting a fucking show on television. A lot of people think that once someone gets into a position where they have a successful show, then on top of having to create that show they also have an obligation to be diverse because they're representing America yeah. and they're supposed to like give opportunities to like a equal percentage of the population they're trying to get me to do that for that storyteller show well, this is where it's a problem yeah. because no what, what it should you should be able to do what you're not talking about like some government position what yeah. you're talking about is a creative thing that you're making you should if you are comfortable doing it only with black people you should only do yeah. it with black people if you're <laughs> and comfort- then
1: it becomes a problem of like well I asked like four or five girls, none of them could do it. So I did my part. Uh, What am I supposed to get somebody worse just because?
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. You should, especially like that, like the storyteller type thing, you should get whoever you think is good. It's your show. Things that you think are interesting. But I know you. So I know if you find a woman who's a gay black, uh, there's also not that many black seven at the foot clubs. tall woman, and she's really funny. You'll yeah. fucking love her, yeah. and you'll start talking about how great she is. If she's a five foot nine white girl, you know who's really cute, but she's really hilarious. You'll say she's really hilarious. I know you don't give a shit about anything yeah. but funny. So it's one of the reasons why I wanted to play this when you're here, because it's like this that's what you should be, be focused him, on but they're tricking him yeah they're, they're, it's a setup it, question it's it is a setup question because it's a it's a kind of a goofy you know what he's trying to do when he's trying to make a good he's television also, show he's
1: also pretty much most of that show is him in a car getting coffee with his friend mm-hmm. and uh, look there's clicks yeah, people have the people they hang out with, and there's not that many black comics at the clubs.
0: There's nothing wrong with it. That's the point.
1: It's just who, who he is and who his friends are. Yeah, he did a show with those four people, so we to have them on. Yeah, you have yeah, to
2: force a black guy in. It's like he's just having his, mostly his friends. And, and, and look what happens when they got had Chris Rock on. They got pulled over. So it's just did they, yeah. At the end of they the really? episode, they got pulled over. He
0: should be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, it's his thing. You know, he should be able to do whatever he wants. You know the idea that you should be even debating that he's got issues because what he wants is different than what you expect. Because doesn't him represent to want. the
1: exact numbers. So he had three out of twenty. If he had five out of twenty, it would have been okay. There's
0: nothing wrong with Sex in the City. There's nothing wrong with a show that's the only horrible. about yes, it women. Is wrong. No, if you're a woman and you were in your forties when that shit came out, you would love it. It's just wrong for Ari Shafir. Yeah. But for them, nothing it's wrong women with that. Entertainment. If it's a bunch of women doing shit for women, they should be able to cast whatever women they want to cast. Oh, yeah. There shouldn't be a man that steps up and says, hey, That was my favorite. Used you used to know, say about fucking- Lifetime
1: television. You saw, it was a billboard of a, of a girl holding a gun up, another girl holding another gun up, and then another guy behind her, like in the force also. And you're like, what is it? lifetime television it's like sci-fi for women <laughs> <laughs> Like this could never exist Yeah. what are you talking
0: about you're both hot and you're leading the squad Yeah. really and the guys behind you is yeah. back up just accepting that, that role it is like sci-fi for women yeah. it is wouldn't it be awesome if the world was like this yeah they, there was a few of those fucking silly movies but that's okay for them man if that's what they want it's, it's okay
1: yeah if that's what they want black entertainment is so bad
0: Whoa, what it's you so
1: bad what, what they you feed mean? them is fucking garbage.
0: You mean like Tyler Perry? Is that what you're trying to
1: say? Yes, sh- absolutely. That's one. That's one. It's just all of it. It's so bad. Have you ever seen like the CW, the black shows? Which shows? Whatever they are over the years. Moesha to, to the Wayans Brothers to whatever.
0: The Wayans Brothers. It's How just, dare you?
1: It's just bad entertainment. They're offering them. They don't offer them
0: anything of value. You say them like there's some other people. Yeah, they offer that a group, <laughs> the blacks. <laughs> the feel Blacks. Bad for them. The blacks. All
1: their fucking black comedy movies. It's like, what is this? Soul playing, it's just goofy.
0: Well, whatever Nothing happened to like out? Robert Townsend. Yeah. Remember he used to do Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah. He did some really cool, funny mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, what happened to people like that? How many like when? it's really interesting because there's like a bunch of known uh white comedy directors, you know, mm-hmm. like Judd Apatow, Harold Ramos of you know, the Years, been yeah, tons of them. guys who produce Todd white, Phillips Todd white, Fields, yeah. his name is? Todd Phillips? One of those. Yeah. They're producing like white comedies, yeah, like, hilarious white comedies. You don't hear about a lot of black guys that are doing that. It's so true. Yeah. But are they white comedies or are they just comedies? Well, they're not because Craig Robinson is on like, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. He, he was awesome in This Is The End. He was really good in that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he was. I like the
1: part where Michael Sarah got stabbed by a thing and then he's like, somebody took my cell phone and they start bringing his back pocket. He's like, oh, that's really embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that was a funny movie, time. man. When Kenny Powers came in, that's when it became the most awesome movie ever. <laughs>
1: he's such a dickhead. He started washing his so good. feet with their fucking whatever <laughs> Fuck water you. they had
0: remaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Small amount of water. But again, I mean, you should be able to make a show with whoever you want to make a show. It doesn't make you a racist and person. It, he's right.
1: It's irrelevant. The it's terms totally you're irrelevant. talking about have nothing to do with that world. That yeah. world, that's what he said, it exists in funny. That's yeah. it. That's all that matters.
0: But the idea that you should have affirmative action in comedy, that you should, you know, then that's essentially what they're saying. They're saying that you should have to have X amount of women. You should have to have X amount of black people. If you don't, they're saying, wait a minute, do you have just a lot of white friends? But then, then, then the problem is then you're making female comedy
1: worse. You're making it worse for advancing people without merit. You're making it overall
0: worse. Well, you can, most certainly. You know, the other argument would be that he just doesn't hang out in those cliques, so he doesn't know these funny women, and it would benefit everybody if he got to know them and had them on. I could see that argument, maybe, maybe. if there was like a pool of talent that you knew that was like really fucking crackling that you wanted to uh, have on your show. But. At the end of the day, it's who he wants to talk to. Like when people say to me, "Like, why do you have a Bigfoot expert on?" Because I want to fucking talk yeah, to a Bigfoot to expert. Bigfoot, yeah. I don't, you know, why do you have a bow hunting expert on? Because I want to talk to a bow hunting yeah, expert. Okay, so I find this, it interesting. You don't have to listen, yeah. you know, but if you want to, uh, I will do my best to try to make it entertaining, and I will try to ask the questions that I have. I will yeah. try to explore as objectively and thoroughly yeah, as possible my, in. my perspective and my point of view. So I mean, how, I mean, somebody asked me the other day, like, how many gay people we had on well i don't know like three or four or something like that like maybe melissa etheridge todd glass justin, uh, martindale. justin martindale who else we uh, had some other ones out somebody uh, yeah <laughs> we had a few Super others twink. well who, whoever the fuck it was um you know and 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 someone was like "Well, why haven't you had more I, whatever I who cares like why why do i have to like what now i don't want to how about that you know now, now you bring it up i'm annoyed you know, but then it's also like, am I just not friends enough with black people or gay people? Listen, man, anybody I find interesting, I'll talk to. I give zero fucks about what they look like. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if someone's black or white or fat or skinny. If they're interesting, they're interesting. I, I don't care. I really don't. I don't Bro. care what, what kind of music you like. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't. I'm not judgmental on that stuff. Please don't I'll wear talk to pants. anybody. I'm sweatpants oh, in it to on. death, son. I'm into it. I'm sweatpants in it, I'm uh, with a, a jacket, a nice tracksuit jacket, <laughs> oh. and a fat fanny back with my Higher Primate logo. Have you seen the Higher Primate fanny pack, Ari? I don't think so. So sexy. <laughs> Let me see So it. sexy, once you see it, you'll understand my passion for this garment. <laughs> Eventually we'll all have purses, but until then... The Higher fr- Primate fanny pack. I do think the man got up. the shaft on the Look uh, at that, accessible uh, Look at that. pouches. Look at that beautiful leather. Look at the front. See that little Higher Primate logo? It says Higher that? Primate? It's a mo- yeah, it's a monkey, a monkey. with a, uh, a, a chimp, rather, with a light bulb above his head. Like, I got an idea. First
1: idea. First idea.
0: That's first the Higher evolution. Primate. Yeah. That's the first step. A curious chimp.
1: We used to always look through Curious the checks at the comedy store to see who got what. We were mm-hmm. always like, "Who's higher primate?" <laughs>
0: There's a few we didn't know. That's not my company. My company's. Well, I can't tell you. I shouldn't tell it online. Oh. Everybody, oh, I know what it is. keep no. it together. <laughs> but uh, the um, the higher primate fanny pack is just the beginning. Nice. From there, I'm gonna launch a bunch of other gay Yeah, That's pissing
1: me off. Do you see what Natasha did when she had the uh, that thing for New Year's Eve? yes yes yeah, yeah people Finally. got mad at her yeah, yeah. and she made dumb.
0: there's no reason to get mad it's, it's so dumb and she made the best apology you could ever make it was perfect she was, it was like fuck was, you I'm not
1: sorry you misunderstood it they're old their teeth fall out when they're old that's the joke
0: well not only that she was like you know, she was pretty clear that she was just joking around. Yeah. You know, she was, it was pretty obvious that it was just She's her like trying real to Real veterans
1: fine. are being mistreated yeah. as they come home now. That's the yeah. issue you should worry about if you want to honor the veterans.
0: It's a joke. And it's yeah. not that people were really upset. It's that the people think that they have the license to be upset and that they can get you in trouble. Now, what That's I what see people is, are yes, trying to do. Yes. They're trying to get you in trouble. Now, what They're I not I just s- trying to change things. They're trying to get, get you, in, you trouble. in trouble. So they can
1: feel, yeah, they can contact the network So you should do something. I was
0: offended. Yeah. She said this. Are Okay. Do you? You don't have anybody in your family that says something that dumb. Occasionally, they miss one. You know, they go for a little old person joke. I want and
1: vengeance, and I I deserve vengeance.
0: She should be fired. But if an out episode of a street. drama
1: is not any good, you can't fire anybody.
0: Put her in the street.
1: What I want to see is if it's not such an innocuous joke, if it actually is a borderline like rape or murder or pedophile mm-hmm. joke where it's not completely nothing and it's right. not a cute woman doing the non-apology. Right. I want to see how people get that. Or if people like Chris Rock are going to puss out again like he did Tracy Morgan and just do a 180 and go from like, no, he can say whatever he wants to, well, all right, you go too far sometimes. What
0: happened?
1: Chris Rock, When Tracy Morgan had that thing with the gay th- He said he went too far? Yeah, he just totally flipped his well, view. Well, there's certain they things called him, you they feel called him like, overnight.
0: Wow. There's certain things that you feel like you can't fucking endorse. Yeah. You know, and that like, kind of gay bashing, like saying that he would stab his his son if his son was gay. People are like, oh, I can't endorse that. I can't endorse that. But if you know Tracy Morgan, if yeah, you, he's you been watch that, forever, that's what he does. He yeah. says ridiculously outrageous shit that he doesn't really mean. And now because it's popular, you're gonna go against it. Yeah, but you can't. You Just can't say whatever like, he wants. You know what he's doing. Everybody knows what he's doing. It's like a joke to pretend that he's not saying something completely outrageous that he absolutely doesn't mean. How old? How old you are? Yeah, That's what he said. How old you are? Are you twenty? said. You must pee fast. <laughs> how true. fast your pee? My pee's slow. Yeah, he rubs his belly. Someone getting pregnant. Who would slap his belly on that TV show, someone getting pregnant tonight, tell you yeah. right now. Someone getting pregnant. You know, that's his whole thing. It was He's a real rumor that he this... couldn't
1: read. A real legitimate rumor that people were talking about. Well, Charlie
0: about. Barnett couldn't read. That's how he d- couldn't get on the Saturday Night Live. Really? Yeah, Charlie Barnett. Who Charlie was...
1: Barnett was Chave was Chappelle's teacher? The um, mentor? Or something, whatever? Yeah, him?
0: him and a lot of other guys. Uh, when I was in New York, he was already not there anymore. I Barnett? don't know where he was. He died... He died of AIDS, I believe. Oh. Um, but he was uh, like a guy who. It was Dave Chappelle. He sort of taught Dave Chappelle how to do um, the, those street side shows, I think. Yeah. I might be talking out of school, but I have seen Dave Chappelle do a street side show. Dave Chappelle did it in Montreal. It was pretty hilarious. Really? I mean, he was really young, too. It was when I first met him. I think he was probably like. I first met him in New York, and then I saw him again up in Montreal when he was like maybe like 19. He stood on the side of the, on the highway? Took oh, his hat sidewalk. off, put his hat on the ground, and did a comedy show, and then passed his hat around. Wow. And people put money in it. This wow. was before he was famous. And he would just do it at the drop of a hat. Just do, did you ever notice? It just to peep, make money? You know. he, and it was funny. It was good. He I wonder get, what tricks he must day. have
1: developed to get the crowd, like, he must have developed certain things in order to get them to gather around.
0: Um, I think he would just call them around and, yeah. you know, he looks like a, a guy who'd be fun to listen yeah, to does. talk. So people slow down, you know, some, some folks are in a hurry and some folks aren't and the ones that aren't, they circle them and then he'll do like a little five minute comedy show and then pass a hat around. I saw him do it in Montreal. Wow. Well, apparently Charlie Barnett used to do that and he was like legendary at it. He was awesome. He was awesome at like being hilarious to a bunch of people like off the cuff. He had material that he would do, but he would also be off the cuff funny and he would gather people around and then he would hand out the hat, pass out the hat. You know, and that's how he would make some money. And uh, he became famous, like, doing comedy, did a lot of stand-up. People loved him on stage. And then he got an audition for Saturday Night Live. And apparently the word was that he got the part, read. but he couldn't read. So since he couldn't read scripts, they couldn't hire him.
1: It's tough to work yeah. in that environment without being able to read.
0: Yeah. And apparently he had a, he had a problem with intravenous drugs. and um, He loved them? Yeah, he found out about them. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but he apparently was like, I keep saying apparently, apparently I ran out of adjectives or (laughs) words. He was like one of the pioneers of that style of, uh, of comedy. Like, uh, yeah. Like natural talking. Yeah. Well, not just natural talking, but like knowing how to like captivate a group and get everybody st- settled down and like put out a hat and, like you know, that's a that's like and it's yeah. such a tough crowd that when you go onto a stage at a comedy club it must be nothing yeah it's like you're running uphill all day whenever we saw those
1: thirsty promenade people before we everyone had the thought of like could i do comedy here
0: could yeah I, could i do it yeah it's hard though i've never seen yeah. anybody do it besides dave i've never seen anybody just do like street comedy it yeah. just seems weird. It does. It I see them needy. goofy,
1: like the, the dancers will do comedy in between when they're going to make a dance.
0: Well, I don't think Dave would do it today. I mean, I I know he did do some shows in Seattle. When Remember when he wasn't doing official shows anymore? Yeah, yeah. He did a show in Seattle where he just showed up and brought like a speaker and started oh, really? doing stand-up in the park. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just put it down. Yeah. His, his career has been fucking fascinating. Yeah. He's a fascinating guy
2: you ever have him on the podcast?
0: I would definitely But I've never run into him I, I need to run into him I haven't run into him Since I've been doing it He said he would yeah. do
2: it I ran into him A couple times Yeah I
0: gotta get a hold of him He would be awesome to have on Yeah I bet He's a good dude man He's a funny fucking guy too He's a funny guy He's been he's been funny for a
2: long time Dude when time. he came back from
1: Africa He did that show in the main room mm-hmm. I don't know if that, was, if that was After you stopped going there or before
2: mm-hmm. I have that on tape Do you really? In my car
1: it was so packed, and everybody was there. Fucking Bruce Willis was there. Soundgarden was there. The the fucking fire department showed up and just asked if they could sit on the steps wow. to block
2: the fucking escape. Wow! Everybody, that was the ticket. Did you see Kiss the other night? Was at a uh, House of Blues, and there was like Arnold Schwarzenegger was there, <laughs> the St- <laughs> Stallone was there. Paul Stanley's
0: da- doing the podcast.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog the Bounty Hunter. You get
0: Eddie Bravo to come in too? I, I don't know. I don't know if Eddie can, but I want to get uh, Ace Frehley too. Oh wow! <laughs> <That'd be awesome. laughs> I met Ace Frehley when I was like seven years old. How? My uncle was a, he was an artist, and he worked for the advertising agency that created the album covers and the album art. Yeah, uh, it was back when they had, you know they were artwork i mean they were, the album was you it would, it would open up like especially like two discs like kiss alive Two yeah. would have two uh records in it and it would open up and there's all these images and advertising you know guys would put together these albums they you know they they made the artwork so they hired artists and graphic artists to create these things and uh ace really came into the office and i was uh just staying i went to work with my uncle like he took me to work with him because he i was an artist at the time too i was really into art yeah and so he wanted to see me to see like what his office was like, like, in case maybe I wanted to do it someday. And I just so happened to be—he took me in a couple times, but I just so happened to be there the day that Ace Frehley arrived.
1: Was he wearing his makeup or no? Anything?
0: Way, no oh. makeup. That's why it was so crazy. Because at the time, it was um, like no one knew what they looked like. They would walk around with bandanas over their face. Really? It was, yeah, it was a big thing. Like photographers were constantly trying to catch them. Oh wow! Yeah, they were trying to catch them out. Because if they caught them, they would get the first photo of them. Oh, yeah. And there was a few of, like, like Paul Stanley, like this, where you'd see, like, this much of his face. You'd see, like, this much of his face. (laughs) You wouldn't see his total face. (laughs) You'd just see, like, a little bit. Yeah. So you saw him? Uh, Yeah. So I saw him when I was, like, I think I was, like, seven or eight or something like that. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I was, like, starstruck. (sighs) I can't believe it. you tell the rest of your classmates and have them not believe you? Well, my cousin had seen them a bunch. My cousin, Iona... um, she was uh like friends with them. They would go play softball together and like she would talk about it. she's like, It's the weirdest thing. I played softball with Gene Simmons and like he had no makeup on. We were playing softball with KISS and <laughs> no one knows it's KISS. They have no makeup on. You're like, This is the nuttiest thing ever. And My uncle was like, he's a really cool character, very artistic character. So his daughter was very cool as well. She was really like, she's really smart. And she, you know, so like her describing it was very, it was like, she was not, she was totally taking into account the bizarreness of it. She's like, so I'm standing there and I'm playing softball with Kiss. And as I'm got this glove on, I'm looking around. And she's like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm playing softball with these guys that don't have makeup on. Like, this, is, this is the most famous. Ba-. I mean, she was my age at the time. We were both like, you know, like eight How massive like do they that. get? Oh, they were huge. Really? Yeah, they were gigantic. I saw them in the 90s. Kiss? Well, I saw them in the 70s when I was a little kid. My uncle took me to a show. And uh, that's when he was working for the company back then. The, I was really young. He took me to a Kiss show. That's like, weird. Fuck, I might have been That's like, cool. I might have been like ten or something like that, maybe wow. eleven at the most. I was eleven, but he took me to a Kiss show. Then I went to a couple, and then I went to two in a row with Kevin James in. Uh, really? Yeah, in the the uh, the nineties. Uh, kiss when they made their comeback. It was in the 90s or the early 2000s? I think
1: it might have been the
0: 90s. I don't think I was even on Fear Factor yet. Wow. And Kevin was out here. Kevin had won Star Search, and, you know, we were just one He out won here. Star
1: Search? Yeah. So of
0: Bushman. Yeah, Kevin was a bad motherfucker.
1: Bushman beat Norm Macdonald.
0: Kevin's one of the most underrated stand ups ever. Really? He, when he's. Really? Yes. Yes. Listen to me. That dude. He could hit moments on stage. He had some bits on stage that were fucking murderers, but he always wanted to keep it like clean and family friendly. And he wanted to like you know make it like so he didn't want to piss anybody off. He didn't want people Uh to not be able to go to his shows. You know he he kept his act real clean, especially once he had Cant Queens. You know? That he cleaned up even more. Well, he was just, you know, his, he would never do a bit that you would do or I would do. Never. Deliver. Yeah, I remember when his
1: hour special? I was one of the first hour specials because we was just too big for a half hour, and it was just like.
0: Let me tell you something. I was with that dude when he was coming up before he got yeah. any of that shit. That guy could kill me. He was hilarious. He was really funny. he used yeah. to do this bit about getting pissed because Kevin is a sweet guy. He's an awesome guy, but. If he gets pissed off, he's got a fucking temper. He doesn't do anything, but he he does get angry at shit. He's not a violent guy, but you could see him get fucking crazy about shit. So he had this bit about his girlfriend. Um, he was like hitting the unlock button on the door at the same time as she was pulling the handle, and they cancel each other out. Yeah. And he had this bit where they kept doing it again and doing, and it builds up and fucking hilarious bit, man. And he would go ape shit on stage and scream and <sighs> yeah. I don't even think he swore back then. Like he might swear. Like a little bit, like shit or something like that, like every now and then. But you know, he was trying to do like a very specific type of comedy. You know,
1: that story about him at Montreal or Aspen with with a suspect and, and, and fucking the deal he got when you're like, come talk to my guy, let him see what he can get you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an unfortunate story, but I don't think we could repeat that because it's very bad for someone's business. Oh, oh whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we can't repeat numbers either, but yeah. He got lucky and got a good manager. My manager knew exactly what to do. They were trying... He had an other older manager that wasn't giving him such great advice, and they were about to get him to make a terrible... Yeah, take this thing. Take well, they had said it. a lot of shitty things to him. One of the things they said, no one would ever believe this if you never worked in Hollywood, but there was a guy that was working with him before that actually told him to not lose weight. The, really? Because the, of going yep. in a category? Yep. He, wow. Uh, he, the, the actual quote was... Wow. Kevin, when you lose weight, you're losing roles. Wow. He actually said that to him. When you lose weight, when you get healthy, no one's going to like you. <laughs> when you get That's healthy, it's not, it's not possible for you to be this funny unless you're a fat fuck. Okay? Uh-huh. So stay a fat fuck so we can all make money. Kevin, when you lose weight, you're losing roles. We're losing money, That's Kevin. That's so mean. People don't want you in there. die early,
1: but we it's, can use you.
0: It's the worst thing ever because it gave him a green light to, to eat whatever to eat. the fuck he wanted. Oh. Kevin, when I first met him, was like a pretty stout character, you know, and he was even thinner and more stout when he was like in high school. And he uh, was really into karate for a while, did a lot of karate, like was yeah. really in good shape. And when he was in really good shape, he was like 200 pounds and just ripped, thick. man. Yeah. yeah, just a tank.
1: Those old pictures of Joey Diaz where you're like, who's that?
0: He's a tank. Yeah. yeah. But when, he, when a guy tells you shit like that, like you lose weight, you're losing roles, you're like giving a guy a green light to just eat whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. You know, that's rude. They're just trying to make money. They're just, it's just idiots. People that want to tell you how you should be. You know, you shouldn't be healthy. There's Kevin. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't need an iron anymore. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hot down here, I cannot take it anymore. Although in my room, I have air conditioning, which I love. It's great because I grew up without air conditioning. It was the worst. My dad was too cheap. He's like, ah, no, we don't, don't need to do
0: it. his bits because he, he probably wouldn't like that. Yeah, this yeah, is Star, Star
4: Search. Oh, that was Star Search. Yeah.
1: Two-minute comedy.
0: Yeah. so weird. Yeah, he probably would go, ah, you fucking do my bit. Don't, 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 don't. Please don't, don't, don't. <laughs> please don't, please do you know, you know how comedians are. Like, you take a chunk of their material and put it on. Like, <laughs> oh, I hate that bit. Don't fucking do that bit. You know? <laughs> but he he would kill me, man. He was really funny. He just, you know, decided to... He got really into making the TV show. Uh, he re- yeah. really enjoyed the process of... Uh, oh, really? ...making a sitcom. Yeah. He's, uh. good, he's good at that shit. He's good at comedic acting, you know? I just really wish he would really chase comedy more stand up the guy was so funny man he used to kill me when we were kids we were like in our early 20s together yeah. and we would do gigs together He'd we did a fun. lot of gigs together he was hilarious man he was a hilarious dude and he was like real honest about his insecurities and so shit cool, and it's people always-
1: some of the people you started with are actually still around
0: yeah a lot like, oh, of them man, are still around they made it yeah a lot of them have made still it really doing this yeah like norton norton and i have been friends since fuck since we were both like 21 or something like that yeah you know, we're both like forty-six. I love somebody
1: in my open mic days.
0: Yeah. Like, how are you doing? been. Yeah. Well, Greg Fitzsimmons is my oldest friend ever. Greg Fitzsimmons and I we literally went on stage like within a week of each other.
3: Wow. So. Yeah,
0: we were friends in the dark, dark days of open mic nights. We were buddies back when we were, you know, b- b- complete amateurs. Neither one of us. We were terrible. Yeah. We had nothing. So to like be friends so you're still. Friends there? Yeah. To be friends now and see him. Like, I downloaded the his... The odds you make
1: it past six months were, were small.
0: Not, the, not so good, for sure. But I, I downloaded his uh, new comedy special. He just has a comedy special that, he's that just put out. Is
1: that the one where he talks about how, how easy Americans have it?
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, it's fucking great. Um, but I listened to it yeah. on, uh, on the way home from a gig and was laughing my ass off. It was really fucking funny. Yeah. It was really funny. And it was so cool to be able to drive home... And listen to, you know, Something a guy that I started with. Uh, and he's slaying. And even more cool for me, for Greg, because Greg for a while was a, Greg is a multiple time Emmy winning writer. Oh yeah, know he if makes you know a lot that. of his money writing. Well, he's like, you know, he's won Emmys. He's a really good writer. You know, he's got a good book as well, but he decided to take some time off of doing stand-up. He didn't do stand-up for a long time. He oh. really didn't – I mean, maybe he did it occasionally, but he really didn't dive into it like he's back doing now. And then he, after he did it, after he dove back into it, then he put out the special. And so it was, it was like extra cool driving around listening to that special because I knew what he did. I knew how he worked. I knew, you know, I knew that he got back into comedy, and I knew that he really loved it again. You yeah. know, it's like a lot of our friends. We talk about that. Like Callan and I have the same conversation every week. Like uh, he was just in some club. Like he did uh, Cap City in Austin. Yeah. And we're on the phone. You know, we're just both in our cars just catching up. And he goes, he goes, it's the greatest fucking job in the world. It's the greatest yeah. fucking job. I don't want to do anything else He goes, I do other yeah. things. I don't want to do them He goes, what That's I want what... to do is I want to do comedy. I want to tell jokes. It's so fun. And, when, you know, you watch them on stage. I've had a chance to do some shows with him lately, too. Yeah. And you could see him just really enjoying oh, yeah. this. Having done all these movies and all these TV shows that he didn't really necessarily enjoy because he thought he was supposed to be an actor. Yeah. And then seeing him just murdering with his own silly goose style of comedy because he's so silly, you know? Yeah. It's really fucking great to see, man. <laughs> really great to see. Really funny, funny shit, too, man. Like, having known guys, I've known Callan since 94. Really? So I've known Greg since 88. Greg's the my longest running friend in, in comedy. Christ. But Callan and I have been best friends since like the moment we met. You know? I mean, that's like, there's like a core group. Did you met him in New York? No, I met him out here. I did oh. um, Mad TV. Oh. He, he was, was on a- Mad TV and I was the host of Mad TV. He was on 7th Heaven for like a bunch of episodes. Yes, yeah. He did fucking 7th Heaven. And Oz. Don't pull up videos of us on Mad TV. I know what you're doing, you fuck. No. <laughs> We were children back then. But we became friends like almost immediately. Like we That's said cool. like three or four sentences together and we were playing, hanging out together. Yeah, it's just a fun dude. You know, I knew it's not it's, it's hard to make fun friends, but it's it's cool when you run into them and you collect them. You know, you're like, oh, I found a good one. It's a good friend. Yeah, and then the And bell. then you see that guy prosper. You see, you know, that guy growing and developing. Life. like it's one of the most depressing things when you see a guy who used to do good. Like I don't want to say any names, but yeah. guys that we know that had potential and then they fell off, yeah. and then they stopped doing comedy altogether. And you're like, my God, we came up together. Like that guy was just as good as me in 1998. Like what it's like the he fuck? Died. Yeah, they stopped. Did you hear? They stopped. They stopped doing comedy, and they, yeah. you know, he got a job. Like what? A job? What? Doing what? Why
1: did not he? Oh my God! Yeah.
0: Like why didn't he follow up? It scares
1: everybody else too. They're like, is that a
0: possibility? Yeah the guys we know can just stop people don't know they don't understand and that's why they get angry when I use the word civilian by the way huh. people everyone who gets angry because I use the word civilian to describe non-comics go fuck yourself for real for real go fuck yourself <laughs> You're a civilian. stop your whining stop your demand for respect stop all of it <laughs> just stop what? you know what we're talking about you dummies we're talking about the difference between someone who understands the fucking hectic chaotic mental war you go on in your head yeah when you're being a stand-up comic, we're describing the, the mess of, of this life that you will not understand if you don't do it. Just like if you're a stockbroker and I'm not, and you call me a civilian, I'm not going to get offended. I wouldn't get offended, by the no, way, I, if I, I was a it, fucking do soldier either. I wouldn't get offended. You know what people are saying. It's called a figure of speech. Don't be a cunt. Find some other shit to be annoyed at. Don't be at. a cunt. Don't be a cunt. Find some other shit to be annoyed at. There's
2: plenty of things that are real that you could be annoyed at. Don't be annoyed if somebody uses the term civilian. civilian. It's silly. Did you see that video of a comedian in Tennessee that there was like a group in the front row that were like wrestlers and stuff like that, like these big guys? Yeah. And they start heckling, and then the guy gets on stage and racks him right in the balls. Racks who? The, racks the, the co- comic? Racks the, the comic. Oh, no. Here's the, here's the video, video. Oh,
0: I don't want to see this,
2: man. The, the guy is huge, too. It's uh Cafe, I don't even know where that is. He hit him in the balls? Yeah, he gets on stage and then racks him.
0: Racks him? Why'd you get the word racks? Oh, he told him what it means? Do you know the term? The bike, like, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was on stage when you literally I guess you decided did it. to meet me in the balls. Wait, you- yeah. What? That's nice. I feel like next thing you're gonna do is
5: try to like shake my hand and be like
3: he We're already did it, I guess
5: Jesus Christ now I feel Why is he still in the room? With it. You guys are so delightful compared to this train wreck over here
0: Where did he start uh, doing uh, it, man?
5: One dude just wrote, I oh, get this
0: Not it cute, Dollywood. upright
5: uh, okay. Maybe roleplay? What does that even mean? Phantom of the Opera? You think I'm role playing the Phantom of the Opera? What a fucking pussy do you think I am? <laughs> Jesus, man. If I'm doing role playing, it's Catholic schoolgirls every time, dude.
0: All right? Okay, I don't think I this mean, is it, a Brian. Phantom yeah, of the yeah,
1: Opera?
0: Well, find it then. <laughs> I don't want to sit through
1: this. does <laughs> dealing with the heckler. Yeah.
0: That's a fucking Why n- was he still in the
1: room? These clubs, like, just. All right, they already attacked the comic. Tell him to leave. Yeah, him settle his
0: bill and leave. Guy comes on stage and taps you in the balls. It's over. It shows. Uh. <laughs> They're just a little too comfortable hitting each other. You know, when you hit each other for a living, like wrestlers do, they fun. slap each other in the face. Yeah. yeah. A regular person does not like that. They <laughs> yeah. don't want to deal with that shit at all. I'm like, ow. People who don't respect professional wrestling, look, you might not enjoy it as uh, a form of entertainment, but... You better respect, like, how hard it is to do.
1: Hyper came to the the other day.
0: Those guys fucking... Yeah. They sacrificed every part of their and body. They're all weathered. They're all broken up, man. That is a crazy fucking way yeah. to try to make a living. He's throwing chairs at each other and shit and jumping off the top rope and fucking doing flips and landing on your face. Yeah. That's some crazy shit, man. That is one of the most, like destructive jobs in show business as far as like what it does to your body slamming on the ground oh my god do you remember the brock lesnar one where he did the shooting star press you know he did a flip but he missed the flip and landed on his fucking head
1: oh no really yeah
0: he was trying to do a flip and like pin a guy like he was gonna get on the top rope and do a flip and pin a guy but he missed and just bam on his head landed right on his fucking head i had tate slam Oh, oh, that guy just need him in the balls?
4: You're going to come
5: up on stage. What are you going to do
2: about it? Oh, I'm not backing down, bro. Oh. Oh. I <laughs> I know. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, just I don't want to watch this, man. That's fucked oh, that's up. That's harsh. Yeah, the you shouldn't have left that guy on stage. He definitely shouldn't have said, what are you going to do? Like, what's up with that fake bravado of having that guy on stage and saying, What are you going to do? And this fucking giant wrestler guy standing in front and of meet me, him him you with balls. taunting him. He shouldn't be on stage, first of all, definitely, for sure. But, you know, the fucking show is basically it's over. such at a that weird point. position
1: now. He's like, Oh, what do you want me to walk away? Well, yeah, you're getting bullied away. by
0: a giant wrestler, too. Yeah. I mean, that guy was twice the size of that guy. That oh. shit's. I mean, why does he go back and sit down and nobody throws him out? It's ridiculous. You can't go on stage and knee somebody in the balls and then they don't throw you out. That's like bad yeah, Why can't you conditions. get sued for that?
1: Why can't you be like, this, this random stranger just knee me in the balls? That's
0: not part of my job. Yeah, you should be able to sue for that. The club, uh, for, for sure, you should be able to sue the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, The guy for kneeing you in the balls. You well, Tammy
1: just... had that drink thrown at her and she tried to press charges and the sheriff was like, no, no, it's just comedy. What? And she's like, he threw a drink at my head. He threw a glass
0: at my head. I want to press charges. That's assault. They didn't bring him in? Uh-uh. That's, uh, that's insane. Yeah. You can't throw a glass at somebody. If he hit her, that's a fucking weapon. That's I know, like but he's like, ah, oh, she's part of comedy. It's like, what do you mean? Why? Why is it part of comedy? We don't
1: agree what? to that. What? What do you where, mean?
0: What, what a fucking lazy cop that yeah. is. That's what that is. That's a guy that didn't want to fill out some paperwork. Yeah. I do where that was with Tammy. Because the actual assault didn't happen. I don't know. Maybe he's a like, You know, because, like, because it didn't right, actually hit her. Down.
1: Or he's a local and she's not. So, like, I'm not going to just arrest somebody over some traveling Local
0: in wood. L.A.? Where no, it wasn't this?
1: here. It was on the road somewhere.
0: Oh, well, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, where did this take place? It I, must like, have been some fucking hillbilly yeah, shack. Yeah,
1: I don't know exactly. Texas or somewhere? Uh, Nashville? I don't know. Just
0: making shit up. you just making shit no, up. No, I don't know where Texas it was. Texas and Nashville are nowhere near each other. It was somewhere. <laughs> Chicago, somewhere red-neck-y. Canada, something. Somewhere Redneck. Fucking Florida, I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: something. <laughs>
0: yeah man that's not cool but you know that's the one of the problems with owning a club you own a club you're serving people one of the most ridiculous drinks yeah one of the most ridiculous drugs when it comes to behavior like <laughs> managing your behavior Dark lights you just give people like this drug that makes them want to behave like a fucking asshole yeah like a good percentage of people want to <laughs> behave like an asshole on that on that drug and then you're selling that that's what you sell and you need them to be around and then you got some guy who's on stage talking mad shit about sucking dicks and shooting cum <laughs> to people and, and people getting crazy they get crazy they're drunk and someone's talking about sex and crazy uh-huh. talk and- Let's go! Yeah, they get nutty, and they they just can't believe what they're hearing. They they want another drink. Where's that fucking waitress? I want a drink.
1: Yeah, they hear somebody talking loud. Yeah,
0: and there's a lot of that. We shut the fuck up. Like sometimes you hear that. Well, you guys need to shut the fuck up. And they hear that like in the audience, like people arguing with people. Oh yeah,
1: somebody else tells them to be quiet because they can't hear.
0: Last time we were at. Um for it was uh, Duncan and I were at the uh, Hollywood Improv in Florida, yeah, and like some people almost duked it out <laughs> in because, the audience, yeah, because one group was talking, the other group turned around, they were like, Will "You shut the fuck up!" Like a guy like jumped up and he was pointing at this big fucking giant fat guy. You shut the fuck? Rob Ford looking type character. <laughs> he was screaming at these people and they were screaming back at him, and it was like wow in the middle in the middle of the fucking show.
1: You guys are all dis- disruptive. Please yeah, stop that.
0: yeah, he was getting super angry and loud because the guy behind him was loud. Like it was more about him than it was even about well, the, one the show. There. Like he, he, even though there was like 300 people there for the show, yeah. Like I understand that this guy is being a dick, but him his yelling made it way crazier for everybody else. Like he wasn't concerned about that. Like once the confrontation started, it was, it was out of on. his control. Doesn't it was matter. On. Sorry, everybody, but this. Everybody, is yeah,
1: everybody else. Fuck you. Like the fucking- fight Superman got into. This latest one, just destroying Superman a bunch of buildings.
0: Got into a fight and destroyed buildings? Yeah. That's so stupid. Why isn't he fighting the desert? If you're Superman, you grab guys, you bring them out in the desert, and you kick okay, their let's ass. let you don't kick people's ass in the middle of the city, you fucking dummy. You could fly around the world in a second, and you choose to duke it out in the city. In You're New an York. asshole. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Next case. <laughs> Send him to the that's sun. That's what I would say. If I was a fucking judge, and Superman came in, and he told me to smash these buildings apart, I'd be like, what? Why didn't you take him to the moon? Duke it out up there, you fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. The, that's right. Do can wherever he, wants. Up there. Oh, he can do yeah. wherever he wants. He can do anything. <laughs> Superman can fly to space. He's fucking Superman. Yeah, he can. It's, he lives in a different kind of planet, man. I but- never
1: liked because that reason, I'm like, he seems un- indestructible.
0: Yeah, he's totally so indestructible. Then, like, Unless you get that kryptonite. Yeah, I guess. You no know kryptonite is right.
1: Yes. What? It's
0: pussy. Woman. For sure. Woman. Yeah. It stands for yeah. pussy. That's what it is. Look, it I makes him weak. It. Yeah. It takes him out of character. He can't make decisions for himself. Yeah. That is what and it is. Eventually, it sucks his power away and he dies. It's Dude, a woman. There's
1: times where you just know you're making the wrong decision
0: with a woman or with kryptonite.
1: With a woman, and you're just like,
0: oh, yep. Why am I doing? it? Even as you're doing it, you're like, why? It's
1: God. It's because the yep. pull they have.
0: Yeah, well, you know what it is, man? Your genes want to spread. Yeah, and you can't help it. And women who have like beautiful bodies, like a woman's body, is the most incredible magnet for a man.
1: I sort of came a little bit. I'll just wipe it off. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let me just get my finger in there and clean it out. I would not
1: have made that decision yesterday like this. Did
0: I shoot it in her? What? Uh, What? No, I did not. Shit.
1: (gasps) I did it with a black girl finally.
0: Yeah. Bam. Let me pee and then tell me. (laughs) Okay. Hold your story. Talk to him
1: about something. How? <laughs> oh, I guess I won't. I guess I'll wait. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just so you know, everybody, my next Storyteller show is in Los Angeles, February 27th at the Improv. Me, Mark Marin, Ralphie May, Louis Katz so far. Sweet. Yeah. $5. It's
2: a nice show. I like that show. I like the one that you had with uh, Natasha, Bobby Lee, Renazizi, uh, yeah. and you were all talking about the whole thing. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah. That's really that was good. a fun one. Did you like it? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was so fun. It's so funny how Bobby can't not be funny.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a really good one. Look at this is not happening. Yeah. Go do a YouTube search for that. You'll find it. But yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Steve eventually just lost control. So he's just like, oh, whatever. Keep going. I like when Bobby lies. And then when you both, when you say, no, you were wrong. And somebody else says you're wrong. He'll go,
3: oh, okay, all right. fine. i was lying. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was really cool because I've heard that story so many times, but never actually seen like a Natasha around yeah, there. Yeah, all of us together. The, when she brought up the water thing, I could tell <laughs> you were like, oh, I did do that.
1: Like, I'm sorry <laughs> about... People asked? Like, who was right? Who was wrong? It was like it doesn't matter. I'm just embarrassed about my behavior. I don't care who else's behavior.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you dumped a water glass on her. Hands. Yeah, <laughs> heartbreak, man. It gets you. I'm mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, San Jose Improv, March, middle of March, and uh, again Chicago Zanies this weekend.
2: I love that place. I was just there and go across the street improv? to that. Uh, yeah, in- Improv. Go across the street to that. There's, a, there's place. a museum
1: right
0: there too. Yeah. But san been, jose improv down the street from joe's joe's mm, yeah what's that called what's original called? Joe's? original joe's yeah original yeah, that joe's was good later oh ho, 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 ho. they have like a real wood grill for steaks there oh yeah they have like real wood coals they put lump charcoal underneath the steak it's a charcoal broiler a real really? broiler yeah, yeah yeah dude you could watch them if you get a seat by the bar we went there the once sa- with two fighters We've been there a bunch of times. Right? John Fitch yeah. and yeah. and Mike Swick. Yeah. That was when Mike Swick was telling us about how he used to work for uh, the United States government. He was working in Russia, and their buildings were bugged. The The Russians bugged the buildings with incredibly sophisticated equipment. That yeah. And he was like, they were so far ahead of what we were capable of. He said they had bugs that were operating on the power generated by the movement of the building in the breeze. Wow what uh, they figured out a way to, to generate like enough power to keep the microphones going and, and wow. transmitting transmitting like producing energy and they got it from the movement of the fucking swaying of the buildings. he was like they were so far ahead of us why were they bugging his room they were bugging the, the, whatever oh, building and, he was working okay, at, government okay. building he was working at. What people don't wow. realize is the, the, the Soviet Union, like during yeah. the Cold War, like during the advancement of um, their, their rocket program along with our rocket program, yeah. they got the first fucking guy in orbit, man. All right. I mean, they were incredibly advanced. They and you had some- think that's one of
1: the reasons we made up the moon landing?
0: Well, I don't think we made up the moon landing. You I've, don't? I've, I've changed my position on what? that. What? Yeah. What? I, yeah, this is what I think. <laughs> I think. Um, Give me my hours back. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? How It's five you years. It <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to figure it out. You have to figure it out. You can't figure it out initially. If, I think, if you watch that Fox show, watch the Fox show on yeah. uh, the moon landings. It's very compelling. It's very compelling. It's a really interesting. Saying how it is real? Well, saying it's not real. Oh. Um, but the odds of that being true, it's so small. It's like, I don't know what happened, but if I had to guess what happened, I would say they went to the moon, and I would say, when you look at some of the photos that like look like they're staged, and the fact that all of them were centered, there very well could have been some counterfeit photos. They definitely did a little bit of that back then in NASA. Yeah. Like, there was a photo from Gemini, uh, I believe it was Gemini 15, it was Michael Collins, and they took a photo of him in training with these wires and this harness on and then they blacked out all the wires in the background and then s- used the same photo and said that he was in space. Really? That it was doing a spacewalk. Like who's taking his picture during a spacewalk? Nobody. It wasn't oh, a real yeah. photo. Oh, there was nobody fuck. out there with a fucking camera we walking with him. Just photos so we didn't know that. It was a yet. fake photo. It just oh. they didn't think that people were going to think that many steps ahead. So, I think there, it's very possible that they might have faked some things, like some photographs might have been on a soundstage. For or publicity and stuff. Yeah, for publicity oh, right. and to make sure that they got a record of I feel it. Like John I Kerry know. showed those
1: pictures of Syria, of all the dead bodies, and it was from like five, five years, years ago. ago
0: yeah. Dude, my favorite quote, though, is Clinton's quote about it. Clinton talked about that? when he was a kid. He was working for a carpenter, and you know the guy said that he didn't believe anything on television. That those television fellers can put things on TV and uh, make you think it's real. Yeah. Uh, and he said back then I thought that guy was a quack, but or a crank. But during my eight years in the White House, I saw things that made me think that maybe he was ahead of his time. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's a Clinton quote wow. on the moon landing. Do you think they tell each president like, "Here's
1: <laughs> let's catch you up on the on yeah the moon sub- landing stuff." Um, or do you think they don't even, don't even tell them? Why would they want to tell them?
0: Well, if if it really was fake, which again, I don't necessarily think it was. I, I think it's more likely that there's some... Fuckery involved in some of the evidence because, you know, they were trying to create things that were used for publicity. And there's some, some video that looks really fucking hokey. There's like, there's this video of them jumping around like they're on trampolines when they're on the moon. Yeah. It's really weird. It's really weird stuff because the, 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 the c- there's no consistency and like the way they move like if you watch the earliest video from Apollo 11 when they're walking on the moon you watch their movement and then watch the the later stuff it's like they move a little differently like they can do weird shit like they can jump and fly through the air you know later in the uh you know in the in the videos like they got better at whatever they were Can't doing you get
1: better at walking in the in space Well it's
0: just weird so i think that it might Very well, be that some of the footage that you look at, it's possible. And I'm not suggesting that we didn't go to the moon. I know I have in the past, but what I'm suggesting is some of the footage might be fake. It's possible they they used to do that kind of stuff back then. I know we don't like to think that, but they did a lot of stuff like that. They still do it now. They still do it now. They still fake things now. They had billboards
1: of Martin Luther King with white women.
0: Oh, sure. Billboards in the South. Of course they did. Meanwhile, Martin Luther King fucked a lot of white women. How about that? Wow. How about he loved it? Who wouldn't? You're Martin Luther King.
2: <sighs> yeah, I bet he did. He, he probably, probably knew he was going to die.
0: Just get on a rampage. Get that white pussy. Was this
2: black girl like 5 p.m. or 2.30 a.m.? What does that mean? The color. Oh. Like 5 p.m. This is a starter black. Oh,
0: okay. This this is definitely she, Okay, You're she wasn't. Going. I mean, for
1: me to go in full bore, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> right. She was not from this country. Mm.
0: She that's was th- from
1: like uh, the uh, England or like the... or, the, or the, um, She or an English accent? Jamaica-ish. Yeah. She had an and, like raised accent? there. Yeah. Oh. Real white, real not hip hoppy at all. Hip hoppy. Yeah, it was a very starter. Like, just get in there.
2: Was she half black?
1: No, I mean you know they're all black.
2: Did you know what the it? fuck are? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't say black. it like that, man. Did the vagina seem any different to you? Any colors? Any shapes? Uh,
1: surprisingly similar to white pussy. <laughs> it was pretty shocking, actually, how similarly shaped and feeling it was.
2: What's well,
0: the same? They're human beings. Sorry, yeah. how dare? But you? then
1: it got weird when she, she snored, and it was like,
0: oh, oh no, so manly. Oh, I had trouble no, after that. no, 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 no. Such a manly
2: way to sleep. Watching your dick go into that pink hole, though, with the co- contrast with the black is such a cool sight, though. It really is. <laughs> like if you have a darker one, when because they are like just bright pink inside. like, right, the, pink like a pink center. If, if you
0: have a darker one. <laughs> this is medium, not what women want to hear. <laughs> These are not the kind of things that women want to hear. <laughs>
2: it's like a blackened steak with a medium red inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The inside, <laughs> yeah. pink. Yeah. So good for you. Thanks. I'm adding I'm, diversity
3: that, to your sexual life. Exactly. I am uh, bro-
1: broadening my horizons.
0: I think uh, a lot of people would salute you for that. Yeah. I'm also <laughs> dating
1: chicks a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's Why hard, is that right? weird?
2: It's hard, right?
1: Yeah, to go on like full dates and like, oh, let's just try to explore you as a person instead of like.
2: Do you get bored, try to get it laid.
1: It just seems like, let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? The
0: conversations you're having. Yeah, in my mean? head.
1: I'm like, come on, let's just go back and fuck. Wow. Before you have... Why? No, I don't say that out loud. That's what I think. But that's what you think. You don't yeah. really
0: want to talk to them. You just want to fuck them.
1: Yeah. So I want to get to the point where I'm like, no, let's enjoy a new human and fucking enjoy them for a minute. So you're
0: trying to mature. You're yeah, trying to, uh, to to find women that you actually like as people and not just as sexual uh, partners.
1: Yeah. But if you get some just purely sexual partners, then you can do that. Then you can afford to explore with a, with a woman.
0: That's true. Yeah. Once your needs are met, which are many... The yeah. Biological <laughs> <needs>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird thing where you're supposed to not be able to say that, but a woman is allowed to say that if a woman says that, you know, Hey, you know, I take these men and uh, I let them know, look, we're just here. To, I'm here to fuck. Okay, I'm busy. I've got a career. You can fuck me. And then when you're done, you got to go home. You know, the man's a, not
1: gonna argue a, with the guy would be like, okay. But if a guy <laughs> says that, it's like, you fucking asshole. you creep. Yeah.
0: Could you imagine if there was a hot woman who like, you know, ran a business or something like that and she, whatever, she makes fucking sculpture. She's has any time, but she needs to get laid. Yeah. So she says, listen, Ari, here's the deal. Okay. I like you. I think you're hot. I want to fuck, but I don't want you being my boyfriend. I don't want you hanging around. You can't sleep over and don't ever fucking tell me what to do. Okay. <sighs> but oh. if you want no strings attached, come over and fuck me. I'll suck your dick and we'll have a good time. And then when we're done, you leave. He'd be like, okay. okay, 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 I'll do it for you. Okay, More okay, you'd okay. be like, yes! <laughs> yes, I found her. The unicorn. I knew she was out there, I knew she was out there. You know, it's um, I was having this discussion with uh, one of my wife's friends who happens to be gay, and they were talking about um, the difference between two gay guys like hooking up, yeah. you know, gay guys meeting and hooking up, and a guy and a girl. Meeting and hooking up, yep. but a guy and a girl are trying to figure out how much yen are we going to have in this? How much yen? Yeah,
3: they're who's all gonna, fighting for position. Yeah,
0: who's gonna who's gonna be in control here?
1: Setting it up is a girl. With.
0: Is a girl going to tell you what to do and answer your phone for you, <laughs> or is you know is she going to leave you alone and let you be you? are You going to leave her alone? Are you going to let her wear whatever she wants and not get fucking weird with her? You know what's going to happen here? Are you going <laughs> to say we? Well, you, you really going to go out with that skirt? You're really gonna go out that skirt for real? You're oh my up, god! It's down to my knees. It's Not to your fucking knees. It's not to your knees. It's not to your knees. Okay. I see your legs. God, do you really need that much attention? You know, there's there's that there's yeah. that dude, and then there's people that are like, oh, you look hot, baby. Have fun. Have a good time. Right. You know who are you gonna be? And who? What, what's she gonna ha- be happiest with? What you're are you gonna, gonna be happiest that early with? On. Yeah. So also finding someone who's like brings out the best in you. Oh yeah. Like sometimes. You could have relationships that bring out the worst in you. You like hate it like who you at the mm-hmm. are. Fighting each oh, leaning forward, so leaning gross. forward. Oh, uh, it's so not necessary for any of us to do. It's just not, you know, any of us that are involved in altercations. Like so much of it is, uh, it's it's both people's responsibility. You know, there's a dance going on when two people are communicating with each other. And a lot of times we're shitty dance partners. Yeah,
1: sometimes I feel like telling people, like, look, it does not it's nobody's fault, but you guys are never going to work because you just entered into this too much. You're just too fighty.
0: It's also some people happen. like it, man. That's a yeah. thats a source of drama in their life. They don't even realize it. it's completely subconscious, but they yeah. like to duke it out. They like it. Some they like to like I fucking drama. hate it. I don't like it with anybody. I don't like it with friends. I don't like it with girlfriends. I don't like it with l- anyone in business. I don't like it with other con- I don't like it, man. It's not fun. I would way rather be friendly with everybody.
1: Yeah. Well, it's way easier that way.
0: <laughs> it is way, way easier. easier. It's, it makes everybody feel nicer, but there's moments, man, where you'll run into people. You're like, God damn it. I got to fucking like defend my position here. I got to like stay afloat here. Like I got to go, dude, shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Like There's a moment where you have to like say something or be uh, uh, like assertive with someone. Just yeah. get them to fucking leave it's you annoying. alone. It can. There's, dude, there's people that just don't get it. They will just fuck with you till the end of time. They're just so goofy and clunky. They just don't get it. I had an argument once at a party. This guy was trying to tell me that the UN rapes children in Africa. Rapes them? This, yeah, was, he was telling me that they rapes them for apples. That's what he was saying. What? And It was the dumbest conversation. Wait, he rapes them so other people
1: give them apples for like job well done? They're
0: giving them apples to fuck them. He was oh. saying. It was like they raped them for apples. He was saying it was rape. Oh. The guy was just such a... Douchebag. He was um, the, he was a country music guy who wound up getting arrested for cocaine dealing. He's like a singer in this really terrible country music band that my really? friend knew. Yeah, and he was like this super he that loud. pro rah rah American guy, but in a, the most idiotic way possible. And, uh, you know, he was, they were talking about, you know, like the, the United States, what they're doing over in Afghanistan and this and that. And he was just he going on about the UN raping people for apples. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what, how can you, first of all, if you give someone an apple, it's prostitution. It's not rape. If yeah. you give them an apple and you fuck, yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's, uh, it's not best, best prices in the world. But. Rape you with an apple. Unless you're fucking someone with an apple, you're not really raping them for apples.
2: Unless it's a MacBook pro. That's a pretty good deal.
3: Yeah. yeah, if you can
0: get a MacBook Pro, <laughs> and all you have to do is just fuck How one good? guy. That sounds like really good one, post. One techie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you this I MacBook mean, Pro. I mean, whatever it was. It wasn't just that. It was just the way this guy was just so aggressive with me. It was just like, there's such a point, And he put his hands on me, like on my shoulder, and said, oh, it's okay. Like, looking me in the eye, saying, it's okay. I understand. You just hate America. I understand. You just hate-. Oh, and so I, dismissive. When I, and people get like, dismissive, it's like, you. Putting his hands on me. So I was like, dude, get your fucking hands off me. Like, And that's when it turned ugly. I was like, you got to get your fucking hands off me. Don't touch me, dude. Don't touch but me and talk crazy. So you hate America. Well, You're he like, escalated I it. it. He had escalated it to not just that I hate America, but that he was going to like do some weird alpha shit to me. Yeah. And like, hold on to me, you know? It was really gross. That, but does, it was, that
1: does push it up a level when somebody touches you or, mm-hmm. like, or like pats you on the head. You're it was like, a long um, doing, time man? ago,
0: by the way. It was a long time ago. Who knows if I would have ever e- even entered into that conversation today? I don't think I would. I think today I'm much more skillful in the art of evading nonsense. <sighs> I would have known what it was. I would Possible have kn- upside? None. None. I would have. I've known, but back then I would be like, "Fuck this guy! He fucking touched me!" You know, it was like I was ready to kill him. I, it was just, it was the most ridiculous guy ever. Like those people in your show. You'll run into them, man. You, oh, some of the uh, sci-fi people? No, the people
1: yelling, um, shut the fuck up. It's like, it's on now. It's like, you didn't have to say
0: that. Oh, again, oh the boss. people at the comedy show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, you know, uh, the only way to know... That you shouldn't go too far is to I see the results far. of going too far, either I by
1: yourself or other
2: people. When he gets in those arguments, I'm like Greg, yeah. you
1: could have just
0: walked away. And you, wouldn't oh, even
1: Greg's remember the ready the guy's to name.
2: fight everybody. Yeah, He's yeah. ready to fist fight people. He's very competitive too. When I did uh, Doug Loves Movies in San Diego, it was me and Greg Fitzsimmons, and, and he took it as a game, and like he thought I wasn't taking it serious enough. He could mm-hmm. tell immediately, like, no, man, we're in a game right now. Like, I was like, holy shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he plays good pool. They kicked me out of my apartment because I let him stay in my apartment while I was in Australia. And they're like, no, no sublets. I'm like, it's not a sublet. It's just a friend of mine who needs a place to stay, so I'm just letting him stay there. They're like, no, it's not allowed. I'm like, I'm gonna keep doing that because my friend, I can, I can do that. And she left me a note. Fucking get out.
0: How? That's ridiculous. Yeah. It'd How can be best they do if that? You leave.
1: It wasn't an official eviction. It was just like we suggest you leave. Why? Because I
0: don't know. I think she had a really good hard on for people
1: subletting or something.
0: I don't get it. People are weird with their confrontations. I mean, some of them are necessary, but there's guys like Eddie Ift. Yeah. It was a perfect example. That motherfucker, every time you talk to him, he's got some new he's got a story new about almost right, getting right. f- So we're out in the parking lot, and I'm like, fuck you, and fuck you, and <laughs> fuck you. You guys want to go? Let's go right now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why did it get to y- that? You're fighting in a parking lot in the middle of the night, <laughs> and everyone's drunk? Don't he hangs out
2: with people that all are like that also. Really? Like, like, there's also this Chris Wilde guy, I don't know if you know him or not, He's yeah. like fighting with Tony Hinchcliffe right now on his show. Like, they're battling out. And on what show? What do you mean by battling? Uh, Like, uh they... Eddie has, has a show uh, Talking Shit or whatever it's called now and uh, there's a guy that's always on the show called Eddie Ift and it's, you know Eddie Ift is our an, friend I mean not Eddie Ift Chris but Wild. Uh, Chris Wild yeah, I know. Tony. Okay. Tony was on the show also with this guy didn't know him you know just thought it was a friend of his and then uh, I guess what happened is like the wild guy was like kind of mad that he, Tony didn't know who he was, or kind of like upset or something. And then they kind of went back and forth on the show. But now, like I guess he's just Chris Wilde won't let it drop and has been like tweeting uh, things to Tony and stuff. And it's just I don't know if you know Chris Wild or not. No, I
0: don't know him, but who cares?
2: Just yeah, to have know. a TV show. I don't
0: know what the fuck happened. Yeah. I can't really comment. I don't right. know what the specifics of it were, but but I'm on team Tony Hinchcliffe always, <laughs> all day, all <laughs> Who's day. Who's that son? chick over there? That's Rosa Parks, son.
1: That's Rosa Parks. Yeah, From, uh, was yeah. Yamaka.
0: Um, I don't think that's a Yamaka. She's that's so light skinned. She's
1: more light skinned than Jimi Hendrix. It's like that
2: as light as you sh- you fucked.
0: It's hard to tell in that photo. No, I, I mean, went a little it's darker than that. Black and white photo. So is the Hendrix photo. It's a black yeah. and white photo. That's Toronto. He got busted for heroin, son. Had hail Owen, I went to visit his his, uh, his
1: his childhood home in Vancouver. They have a small shrine to him. Really? Yeah. Wow. And Jeff Ross and Big Jay Okerson went there one year.
0: Imagine that dude died at 27, 28 years old. Was he 27 oh. or 28? 27. 27? 27 years old and he's got a shrine. You know, yeah. Where's your shrine, bitch? I don't have a shrine. How come you ain't got no shrine in, in D.C.? That's a
1: good question. It's a you good question. Make, that
0: should be your goal. A lot of people want like, HBO specials. You should have a fucking I want a shrine. shrine. <laughs> An Ari Shafir shrine. Ari the Great. <laughs> Was born here. Shrine. Ari the Ari the Great
1: uh, is born here, yeah, like escaped Babe Ruth's house, from the
0: mediocrity of his mother's pussy. Yeah, right here.
1: <laughs> just make my own shrine. <laughs> NYU, Why not? Jet, Manhattan can, Hospital. Whatever you can write it. it.
0: Like if you ever read someone's bio on their uh, website, you know they wrote it themselves, and it makes you want to fucking <laughs> yes. throw up. My friend Avi Lerner lives in a part right. of like
1: near Washington D.C. where people have historic thick houses, things, and mm-hmm. he just made one up.
0: A made-up historic house. Yeah,
1: it was like a stop on the Underground Railroad, or like something like that. He just made it up. Did
0: he apply for it? Like it made it a real? Uh... I don't know exactly how he did it.
1: If he like went to the city and like this happened here, so if we could get a plaque, or if he just bought a plaque and stuck it there.
0: Oh, okay. Probably mostly bought a plaque, right? He, it would be really hard to like pass that get through the them. city
1: to tell them like
0: Yeah, they'd be like, Wait a minute, unless you were like super. Like, yeah, convincing. it was like some writer
1: stayed here when he mm-hmm. was visiting.
0: Well, there's probably a, b- a bunch of places that do kind of qualify for that. Like for <laughs> yeah. instance, like um Stephen King has a house in in Maine in Bangor, Maine. Yeah. And like that house should be a historical house in my so opinion, much there and setting it there. Not just that, like that was his house for so long and it's like he's got these wrought iron gates that have these bats on them and shit. It's oh, a cool. really dope ass house and it's in the middle of this town of Bangor, Maine. And everybody knew about it. And he's such a legendary writer that that house, to me, is like, that's like an iconic house.
1: So you'd put like you know? a historic
0: yeah, like make it. it. Make it a fucking museum for yeah. Stephen King fans could come in and see this is the desk that he actually wrote, you know, some of his novels at.
1: I love those little museums. That the would country.
0: be dope, dude. America. I'll tell you, man, if they did that, they would pay for that house a dozen times over. Just let people Think go so? and see. Fuck yeah. I would, I would I would. pay. If I was in Boston and I knew I could fly up and just check out the desk where Stephen King wrote The Shining. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, I would look at that thing. Um, would just, I, want, I would just want to be in the room. This is where he wrote Cujo and he didn't remember it. Soak it in? Yeah, this is where you know, he mean did, you remember? did so much coke and drank so much booze. He didn't even remember writing Stephen
1: it. Stephen King didn't remi- did coke? oh
0: my god did he do coke wow Stephen King was a maniac wow Stephen he King would jumped up so smoke many cool cigarettes <sighs> do massive amounts that. of coke and really? drink beer and he would drink like 16 17 beers a night yeah. and just write until he blacked out and then fall asleep and then get up in the morning and coke it up and just do what? it again yeah he was a maniac wow he, he had wrote a C- Cujo
1: King. a frothing at the mouth dog mm-hmm.
0: doesn't remember any of it oh it was yeah. all him he was mm-hmm. Cujo who knows? I mean, I'm sure there were some analogies in there somewhere between a lot of his demons and the, the yeah. actual demons he was experiencing by being a, an, an addict. But he was getting addicted to uh, I heard his on writing
1: or whatever the book is. It's great. I heard it's like, it amazing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I've
0: got two copies of it in case I lose really? one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really good. It's wow. really good. It's, it's, he's, an, he's a master to me. You know, and uh, a master uh, of a specific type of... Oh, that genre uh, was
1: him. Yeah. Well, it's
0: a specific type of entertainment that I really enjoy. Like, complete fantasy. Yeah. Vampires and demons and spaceships with aliens. And I love that shit. I, I love, love the it. short stories. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, I love all that stuff. I'm a huge, huge Stephen King fan. To me, he's like... He made the world a cooler place. Yeah. He made, <laughs> yeah. He made a, the world a, a, a place with the movie Carrie. You know, with the book, Carrie, with Christine, that movie about the haunted car, that was a fucking great movie, man. He wrote that book, too, which is even better than the movie.
1: Yeah. Christine was. A lot of them were.
0: Oh, he was just... The the books are too long. There's too much detail. Too much... You would like to have seen it all in the movie, but it's impossible. The movie's got to be two hours or whatever. They they got a lot of
1: shitty actors in a lot of those movies, though. Like Salem's Lot. Yeah, I got a lot of life. Let's just do this for forty grand.
0: Yeah, well, those is I think Salem's Lot was for television. I think that oh, was really? a made for television. Oh, God, was was a bad it? One. That was a bad. Was one. it Salem's yes. Lot made for television? I think it was. Yes. Um, then there was Steve, the Silver Bullet movie, the Silly Werewolf movie oh, yeah. with uh, Corey Haim. Remember?
3: Oh yeah.
1: He but was, then he also wrote "Fucking Stand by Me." Yeah, which is so out of his mm-hmm. uh, genre.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he could write anything, man. Yeah, he could write anything. He's a bad motherfucker, dude. And then he
1: followed those uh those uh, uh minor not minor league Cub scout baseball players, what are they called? It's a little little leagues. He followed one like started writing articles with them and they went all the way to the Little League World Series. Really? While he was following them writing about them?
0: Oh, I didn't from, know about this. From like those.
1: Bangor. Like the Bangor main team went to like the Nationals or something. Oh,
0: and he was like writing in their local paper about them?
1: Yeah, just following them along that season. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. so crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it must be awesome for those guys. Well, he can do whatever he wants. You he can do
1: whatever he wants, man. He did not have to apologize to anything to anybody.
0: Yeah, he's an interesting cat, Stephen King, for sure. And he's really like giving in the way he communicates like his ideas. You should have him on your podcast. I would love to. I would love to. He's interesting in the way he like communicates. Uh, you know how he goes through his process. He's super honest about it, and he's one of the rare guys that doesn't have like a set up, like story in his uh-huh. head. He like has these characters, and he has this idea that he starts with, and then he just goes. He's he right. just starts writing. He just starts writing. Almost like goes into this crazy trance, trance and, yeah. and and constructs this world, and then you get sucked into it, and then you read it after he's done with it. and You're like, holy shit. <laughs> You know, he just b- brings it out of nowhere. It's not like, like we had uh, Scott Sigler on the podcast, who's a really cool guy and a very, very good writer as well, but he has a totally different approach. Scott Sigler's approach is he knows exactly where he's going. He knows yeah. where, he, where it's going to end. He knows where this is going to happen and get changed up. He knows where this And then he has to just sort of fill it in and figure With it out details. and flesh it out. Yeah. And, you know, make it to his liking. But he he's very systematic about it and we were talking about stephen king's approach that he just just lets it go and that ah you know i just don't do it that way i couldn't do it that way but for him obviously it worked but for sigler's a great writer too i mean his way works too there's no right or work or or wrong uh way to do it yeah do you write like that do you like say i want to write a joke about driving a car
1: no i'll toss things over my head i'll write a note in my notebook and then like when I look to see what jokes I should do on stage tonight or whatever, I'll mm-hmm. keep passing that note. i will keep thinking about it. And then when I'm driving or when I'm on the subway, I'll like keep thinking over it and then I'll just like do it on stage.
0: So but, you don't actually sit in front of the computer. Uh-uh. How come you don't, do you try that?
1: I've never, I've never, I've tried it. I've done it before, but it's never really stuck. I just kind of think things out in my head. I just let my mind wander.
0: I think never you should, written. I think you should write blogs. I think yeah. you would, you would have some fucking hilarious blogs, dude. And it gives you the thing about writing blogs is it gives you like an opportunity to spend a lot of time thinking about a subject. Because in the time that it takes you to write it and type it out...
1: You have to think a lot more.
0: You're thinking a lot more. Yeah. And you're thinking a lot more in the containment of a particular subject. So, like It's if you're talking, forcing
1: you to actually do the thinking.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's forcing you to focus on one particular subject, too. And sometimes just that extra focus is all you need to get that extra path yeah. that you take off that mm. bit. Like you know, sometimes you find a bit like I don't know if it's this way for you, but for me it is at least. I'll have an initial direction, and then along the way, I realize that's not the right direction. Yeah. The, right, the right direction is one of the other taglines, and then I'll go and towards the original that. Original just dies. Tur- yeah, yeah, totally absolutely. turns yeah, it, it on just its inspires head. inspires something else. Yeah, totally turns it on its head. I find that those take place more when I sit down and write things, like oh, really? completely write things. Yeah, because I give myself more more paths. Like say, if you're talking about. Um, lava lamps, whatever, okay. and you're going on a lava lamp path. When, while you're on that path and you're writing it out, instead of just thinking about it in your head, when you're forced to actually mash those keys and form a sentence in the correct way, like yeah. you're going to read it to somebody. You know, oh, that Shrivner? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dope. What's that? It's a writing software program. That you like can't see cards. it. I yeah. can't see it. It's a cork board with index cards on it, mm-hmm. but a virtual cork board, and you uh, can put your notes... On those uh, virtual cork boards. Oh,
1: that's good. Evernote sucks.
0: There's some, yeah. Ever well, I like Evernote because it they lets me sync up to They don't lose stuff for me. They, they lose, lose stuff for you. Yeah. Stuff? Really? I've so never.
1: I looked, and it's been written about. They lose stuff for you
0: too. Really? Yeah. You. Been, it's been written about online. Yeah. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, never. I think more people sh- would benefit from doing uh, blogs. blogs. Yeah. That's why I've written some of my best stuff. So I'm I'm uh, going to start going back into blogs. I'm going to commit to uh, one blog a week. Really?
1: Yeah. And then what? You won't mind doing material out of your blogs?
0: Nope. I don't mind doing that because it becomes an idea. Like it's an idea in the blog and then it becomes a bit. A full thing. Well, it's either that or you don't get the blogs. Right. You know, it's like I think people like to read things and I think uh, that some of them are never going to go to see my stand-up. Super
1: fans will get to see the germinations of, them, of these ideas. Yeah.
0: And if you don't like it, that's okay. I get it. I mean, I've heard people complain about subjects that we talk about on the podcast that eventually But it's like, that's what's on your mind. The
1: problem is that's what's on your mind. So I'm going to do it on stage what's on my mind.
0: It's also the problem that some people are just annoying cunts that like to complain (laughs) about shit and they get to talk too. Everybody gets to talk. You know? It's one of the the beautiful things about the internet and one of the annoying things about the internet is that even people that are not thoughtful, that are all fucked up and really, you know, hypercritical and annoying and... Not rational about it, they get to talk too. yeah there 's a guy who it was a he was a video game guy that uh, just quit social media cliffy media, b. quit his uh, twitter no it wasn 't cliffy b. it was another guy he he 's like uh, famous for making YouTube videos, and yeah. there was this thing that they were uh, Going over his uh, career and uh, his his like constant battling with people on these social network sites, and when people would say mean things about him, he couldn't help it. He He'd had to respond. Yeah. And he would get involved in these crazy fights. And then he had started having his uh, employees handle his Twitter for him, and that relieved him of his a little bit of his anxiety. Then he got to a point where he's like, "I'm not. I can't fucking do it anymore. Like, I'm going crazy. I have like real health problems <laughs> yeah. from the stress of this, you know." Um, when you start like looking for that shit and reading that shit and getting into that shit, it can fuck with your head, man. Oh yeah. If you if you do something that people don't like and they all start attacking you for it, attacking you as a human being and trying to like hurt your feelings. Yeah. and There's not just one. There's like twenty of them in a day.
3: What
1: was
0: that about though? What is what about? What is those people doing that? No. no why'd you say that? Oh, because this guy did that. He quit. He quit his, uh, all his social media. To get away from it. Yeah, he just couldn't take it anymore. I mean, he makes his living off his YouTube channel. I mean, he's got like this huge YouTube channel. Like people, like millions and millions of subscribers. And he's got a huge, you know, huge Twitter following, hundreds he's of thousands of Twitter people. Deleted it all. Yeah, because he just couldn't take it anymore. Good for him, Could, it's his life. Other, I know it is his life, but it's interesting, like that that battle, yeah. you know, with the the criticism and and, oh, right. and 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 negative people online. Like
1: I released that, I released that. I was worried, but I released my album online with with commentary. I put it on my podcast. Why were you worried? Well, because I was worried that someone would say the only worry it was like someone's going to say like, oh, this is just lazy because he didn't want to do another podcast episode this week. Mm-hmm. And that first comment was lazy and I'm like motherfucker oh, but that was the only one but it was like the first one I was like god damn it you can't
0: listen to those people those people are shitheads yeah you know you can't tell me that it I'm bothers supposed me, to though. be
1: somebody tells me like oh I saw this joke last time or whatever it's like oh, mm-hmm. it just bothers me
0: well d- d- you need to let them know look I'm working on jokes and the only way to work on jokes is you gotta do them more than once yeah a, a bit is never finished unless it's done 20 30 50 depending on the bit yeah. i mean it's got to be done a lot of times so you have to do it on stage and perform it and tweak it and move it around and if you think that like you know you go to see me in this town then you go to see me in another town and it's going to be a totally different act a month later it's not possible it's crazy yeah. i need to work on that stuff like I'm, a lot of my stuff that i've released in the past i wish i'd worked on it more i wish i would spent more time going over it and, yeah
1: but that requires new people to come i guess yep
0: well, it also requires you have to do it on stage you know I had Everlast on the podcast yesterday we were yeah. talking about the difference between writing a song and writing a joke like i 've never made a joke without the help of other people because right. every joke I make better. it has to be done in front of an audience, and they let me know what 's working it 's yeah. a, a combined effort it just is i can 't i mean i 'll write some good ideas that'll work the first time I get on stage, but they get better when you do them in front of an audience and you figure them out and you've got to take chances you've got to do them this way and you gotta move the punchline yeah, Tell's
1: really good at that f- changing like an order real, mm-hmm. real, real, like, let me examine each of these a bunch of different ways
0: you never know man sometimes yeah. you nail one and it's just the perfect way to say it and you can't believe you used to say it another way before
1: yeah Paul's right
0: and some suck man you know Chris Rock uh, famously talks about um, his one of his greatest bits of all time you know the bit um, that I love black people and I hate niggers yeah remember that bit uh-huh. one of the that's one of the all time yeah, classic he certainly did yeah. but it's one of the mo- all time classic, classic bit. comedy bit yeah. it's just a brilliant bit well he said that that bit bombed louis ck told me this he said that the bit bombed for like a year really he couldn't get it to work right and then figured finally he figured out how to get it right he figured just figured out how to do it right yeah. but he believed in it he believed in the premise so he chased the premise down until yeah. he got to a point where it was just a weapon you know, and then when the, by the time it was on a special, it's just flawless. That bit, that bit's so classic.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it's a legendary bit. It's legendary a, it's bit. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But that's a perfect example of it's like a legacy bit. You can't do that if you want to hear the same jokes every week, <sighs> oh, right? Or uh, same. Uh, you wait, rather you want to hear show. new jokes every show because you're never going to get to that level. Dude, of, it was really great bit.
1: doing going in New York we're gonna do four five six spots a night and if you work on one bit and you do one you go you get that feeling of like oh, I was a little dead in the middle there it wasn't enough laughs mm-hmm. but then usually I wait 24 hours before attacking it again I sort mm-hmm. of forget this time it's 40 minutes later I'm doing it again I'm like oh it's still weak in the middle there so then on the subway I'm like I gotta write something
3: mm-hmm. and
1: then you don't still weak in the middle then the next thing you do and then you're like well that was okay maybe mm-hmm. that'll work you try something else and by the end of the night you're like, I've, I've fi- fixed this up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It was almost like a dilapidated house. So you're like, I've done some work on it now.
0: Sometimes when I'm in a bit that's not really working, I try to think of myself, like when I'm writing especially, I try to think of myself as instead of making a bit, Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to turn it and figure out a way to make a bit, just figure out a way to just express what's going on and what you're talking about. What is actually going on? Add a bunch of shit to it that's not necessarily in the writing aspect of it. Like write a bunch of shit out. Talk about the whole thing. Read, whatever the subject is, describe what you know emotions you were having, describe how embarrassed you felt, describe why you were embarrassed. Add a bunch of shit you know you're never going to say on stage. A bunch of shit, like go way too far. And then look at it and go, and just start cherry picking. And they'll right. go, oh, but this this makes sense. If I could uh, cut that out and go right to this, and you'll sometimes you just give yourself yeah. more.
1: Yeah, by going too far, my acting teacher would tell us that like if people weren't going even close to far enough, they'd be like, "Why did you cheat on me?" He was like, "You're uh-huh. not, you're not going far enough." Like I'm pretty upset. Like it doesn't look like that. And he would always go, "Just do it like ten times too much, just for argument's sake. Let me just right. see that." And people would do it. He goes, "Okay, pull that back, like." Like, 3%. Like, you're just barely over the line. Right. Like, that's where you should be.
0: You got to take chances, and people don't want to take chances, and that's one of the things that is the hallmark of bad acting. Yeah. It's that's people that don't really want to dive into yeah. and become someone else, they're still clinging on to who they are. What are you talking about? You're not even going in there. Yeah. Like they don't even know how to be. I noticed
1: Freddie would do that. When he would, like, really do his dad getting exasperated, he would lift his hand all the way up over his head, like, why,
0: why are you doing this? Right.
1: Like that, and you see, like, new open micers trying something similar and their hand would come up about their side. They'd be like, oh, why are you doing that? They yeah. just didn't have the, the guts to stick with it to just go for it.
0: There's a commitment. Because it's so foolish if you fail like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's way worst. more foolish. Oh, we've all done that. We've overcommitted to bits and tried to like pump them up, and they're just... Dog, dog shit, shit. <laughs> yeah, dog right? you know that feeling Brian you know what I'm talking about when you're in the middle of a bit and you're really working it and you're like oh my god I can't even get out of this bit
2: yeah it's usually the dolphin one when people start <laughs> talking about, uh, like, like women get disgusted about it or
0: something yeah and
2: not the dolphin one, I'm sorry the stripper one.
0: Oh, that's even more yeah. yeah well what are they gonna do Every, it's not for everybody. There. Some people like bluegrass. And it sucks
2: because that story is like 10 minutes long. It, like yeah. <laughs> Once you start and well, you
1: realize the whole crowd is not that into it, right. you're like, oh, I really should have yeah, stopped.
2: Yeah. Well, I found a way out of it, though,
0: lately. Yeah, that's sometimes an m- important part of like, not doing well with a bit, too, is that it shows other paths.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, also, I like doing it for crowds. I like doing bits for crowds, a mix between either putting on the best show or doing bits that I think this crowd won't like to see if I can make it work here. You know what I mean?
0: Right. right it's like a real right. dark
1: joke, and there's a real conservative crowd. I could do my more conservative jokes, but I'd sort of rather work on this in front of these people. work on this really harsh thing in front of these people. That's why I like going to Australia and Switzerland and Amsterdam, doing shows in other countries. But like I want to know what parts of these really work in different environments. Wow. You know, and comedy on state has like a, has a Thursday night, like college night, so it's all college students. You know, 250 of them. So it's like, yeah, let me see how they relate to this.
0: Right. Right. College kids are a different thing, man. Because when you do like colleges, one of the things that you realize like almost immediately yeah. is how little experience a lot of them have in life. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them are coming from their parents' houses, right. from their protected environments of their home, to a dorm, to a dorm with a bunch of savage, hormonally charged <laughs> teenagers just sticking things inside their bodies like all day. Whether it's needles or dicks or just just, just fucking and doing drugs and getting crazy. I mean, people are getting crazy remember how much fucking you did when you were in college Zero. Oh no i barely one. you didn't do any fucking oh that's right you were a, a virgin religiously for religious purposes yeah but
1: then i dropped the religion i still was just waiting for the right girl
0: the right girl to love kate hicks yeah. uh i saw that you added that to your phone your uh, your email list unless you're kate hicks
1: yeah i said if i, I said i had to tell her by my new email address so i said if i haven't talked to you in a long time we're enemies don't take this as a sign you should get in touch with me again
2: Unless you're Kay Unless dick. you yeah. Know, <laughs> Do you know where it. she is now?
1: In Baltimore somewhere. Yeah. She's yeah. doomed.
2: Are you friends with Facebook?
1: No, she, she won't be friends with me on any of those She's doomed.
0: Things. She's doomed. She can't get the Ari's dick anymore. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, she's doomed. That's what
0: it is. She's terrified. Is she the she's the one that got away? Crying in one Baltimore. One them, yeah. There's like five that got away. Yeah, Thinking about too. the Ari dick. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I got away. Every time.
2: (laughs) You're the one that always got away. Well, I mean,
0: I definitely got dumped. I've definitely been dumped. But when I got dumped, I got away. I realized after You're yeah, the one who got away. I'm like, whoa, I got away. Oh, wow, thank God. Yeah, but I was a maniac too. Don't get me wrong. They got away as well. It's not like either one of us wasn't goofy. Yeah, I love
1: when you can both look back and be like, whoa.
0: What the fuck what what are we doing? That? Yeah, what were we doing? Wow. You got to be careful, though. I'm so wrong for you. You're so wrong for me. you get into that situation where you think, you know, like, wow, maybe we were meant together. Like, now we've gone through all our bullshit. And I tried to do that once. Yeah. Yeah, with a. Oh, right,
1: because you're just comfortable. A girl from not- when
0: I was a teenager. We met when I was 25, and we went on a date in new york and had a good time and went back and got a little of that in there fuck and i was fucky. like wow maybe she's the one holy shit maybe she's the one yeah no, no it didn't it got i annoying. did it so much After two
1: days it was a wreck maybe she's the one he started thinking like well, that's another to thing like, to when, one date like relax when you're young
0: and single and you try to do. like hang out for a weekend with someone that you barely know yeah and like a day in where you're like will you shut the fuck <laughs> up like what kind of craziness are you talking and you realize like what kind of nonsense people talk amongst their friends and then you're Shut like up. stuck in the middle of it
3: yeah people just, yeah.
2: S- just squawking at you aria have you met anyone off of tinder yet one girl in melbourne i hooked up with
0: you're nice. not supposed to tell that fucking kiss and tell cocksucker what oh is melbourne Dude, gonna know there's not that many people they know who <laughs> fucked Ari in melbourne
1: Um, no it's weird you know why i like telling you more than anything more than because i went on one date in new york and we were like made out and that was it and then another date we didn't do anything but like it's nice to be able to reject girls are kind of out of your league just to be like nah (laughs) you're just an eight no thanks whoa yeah when you're saying yes or no to all these girls and they're putting their best pictures up you feel like your line has gone up wow because they're like, why would I take this seven and a half when I, could t- I just took two nines? Wow. And you don't have to get to match with any of them.
0: What are we doing to humans? Are we devaluing them? We're we breaking don't them know. down to Numbers on, a, on a, an iPhone app. Is I that really don't what know. Or if I don't
1: know if it's setting us free. Hmm. Well, I think it's definitely societal norms that aren't really us.
0: Definitely setting a lot of people free from the uh, the difficulty in getting laid.
1: I saw two hippos fucking in those in those in the zoo. Me and Simone and Pete. There's nothing
0: to do with Tinder. They yeah. did not meet on Tinder.
1: It was the base level of it. It's like that old joke you had with the, uh, with the lions. Tigers. No, like, no, like oh, yeah. I wonder if my pilot is going. Yeah. None of that. Just fucking. Yeah. That's what Tinder is. That's the base. Like, you like me? I like you? We like each other's looks? Let's do this.
0: Well, I think one of the things that's kept people from being more sexually liberated is that people cling when there's a shortage. Yeah. And when it's difficult to get sex, people cling to each other. Yeah. When it's difficult to find partners, difficult to find lovers and you know, people that you enjoy being with, it's hard to meet people. When you find people, they get together and they get married real early. But when people get older, instead of playing musical chairs, just grabbing onto the first chair and hang on. And you get a, something like a Tinder or one of those little dating Opens websites, the, the, the or the books. Yeah. You can just meet a bunch of new people and then find who you actually like. And then you realize they're just meeting a bunch of people too. Yeah. And everybody's just meeting. And It's We're easy all to here meet to people. Meet. It's like yeah. first
1: day at dining hall of the fucking college. Which well, not hard. Hi, how are you?
0: Yeah, and if it becomes not hard to get a date, yeah, that eliminates a lot of Bobby the stress. Bobby Lisa changed
1: his life. Really, he said because he was the one. He thing he was worried about most was rejection, a natural oh. fear
0: of it. But this takes that out.
2: They've already said, "Yeah, I'm interested."
0: Wow, that's interesting. So that's great. a great idea. That's yeah. a great application.
2: I just met this girl yeah. on on Tinder, and she's like, she's like, uh, I told her my name eventually. I was like, oh, my well, online it's Brian Redband and she goes, "That's weird. My last name is Ban." I'm like what? Oh, oh that's it's crazy. Management and, then, heaven. And, and then uh then she uh she had con- come to the comedy store with Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee met his girl on Tinder, brought this girl with her, and I was like, Wait, I remember I was like staring you down the whole time, and then I found a picture on Comedy Store's website uh, of her of the whole patio that night. Like, they took a picture with of the you patio, and her, and I'm staring right at her, and she's staring right at me. It's, it's wow. a marriage
0: <laughs> made in heaven. I'm a psychic, I can tell it'll it's definitely in the stars. work now. <laughs> Read your tea leaves, her last name's
2: Ban, though. Is that weird? crazy? do it with her no I haven't even met her yet sorry come on sorry. man how dare sorry, you sorry. how dare you it's hard for me to meet people off tinder because it's, it's like, just a very weird situation even once you said the first yeah. move it's like hi yeah. um so
1: we might want to we might want to touch each other mm-hmm.
0: yeah it gets tricky it gets real tricky you gotta think about what you're doing getting together it gets real fuck tricky fuck when you stranger. show up
1: and you're like there were about 30 pounds that weren't represented in those right. photos what well, do you do fit, then Yeah, my what? what do you do then you just enjoy the day, and then you get at some point you're like you know what I don't even get shit anymore you're look sexy so, whoa right.
2: Ari Shafir. that's why you gotta do some research before you go you take a screenshot of it cut out the picture upload it to Google image search and it'll show you her Facebook page oh and my Instagram. god Brian <laughs>
0: too crafty wow. too crafty Jesus like I just found
2: out this girl that i met uh she has a podcast on a uh, other podcast network and i'm not, i don't know if i should tell her or not because we've been talking back and forth Why and not? Like, uh,
0: what the fuck is something wrong with her having a podcast
2: yeah i just don't like the network
0: oh. so what <laughs> so what
2: Lumber party with ali and georgia
0: let all this shit go don't don't tell people online who it is you fucking knucklehead <laughs> you want to ruin your life already Allie or Georgie? so you gotta learn how to keep <laughs> secrets you fuck
2: i'm not gonna probably never meet this girl
0: <laughs> oh, but you might, you might, you might become besties. Might become besties. Yeah, man. You know, I, I, I really resent that idea that, uh, p- what? other, uh, podcasters have to, uh, be, uh, we have to be against each other. We have to oh, change well, all the, the same competition. Team, against them. Yeah. Yeah. Not, a, not even talking about your situation, but when uh, the Stitcher Awards came out, uh, yeah. we we won best overall podcast. Congratulations! In the Stitcher Awards. Thank dun, you very much. Dun, 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 Thank dun, you much. Dun, very happy. But what dun, I was shocked by was like one of the other fucking podcasts. I'm, I've never even heard of them. They might be the nicest guys ever, but their uh, their sound guy or something instigated some fucking hate campaign against us like really yeah to tweet me and say a bunch of mean shit to me it was like a swarm of it and i was like wow this is hilarious like uh like, guess what guess you know you can you can light whatever podcast you want like, you don't have to be mean to the people that other people like yeah like who gives a shit like your podcast thing. your podcast can't be that good if that's the way you think if you really think that way your podcast has got to be filled with some nonsense
1: like when david cross hated larry the cable guy and david cross's stand-up was garbage
0: yeah that didn't work out so well <laughs> Well, that was a ridiculous thing. Like, like, come on, man. You know what he's doing. He's doing a character. Like, the yeah. idea that this character it's is like...
1: It's yokels. What do you care?
0: It's ruining the fabric of society because no, it's racist. No, it's not. That racist. fabric was already done. Well, racist? Yeah, he's, that's, that was the uh, argument that uh, Larry the Cable guy's racist. Really? Yeah, that was a big part of it. This xenophobic fear of foreigners, you know, mm-hmm. towelhead talk, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just other shit to be worried about in this world, you know? That, that weird thing where people get mad at other people for being successful or get mad at other people for winning an award or get mad at other people for pr- producing yeah, something said, when if you haven't produced something. If
1: com- you want to piss a comic off oddly, tell him he's your second favorite comic. <laughs> and people get angry. I'm like, it's still really good. Of all the comedians, uh, you're number two. It's awesome. That's hilarious. Like, Whoa, who do you like better?
0: Yeah, so that's, that's so true. Yeah. Well, th- we're all fucked up in some way, you know, or at least we come into it fucked up, and hopefully we balance out somewhere along the trip. If but- you want
1: to piss off a girl? Here's what you do: you say, you call her, and say, "Close your eyes and come outside right now," and then watch how disappointed they'll get, because women think they just deserve free things, and they just assume you got them a present.
0: That's not nice. <laughs> no. That's Ari Shafir, nice. these are terrible ideas. you got to vet these out with me. Call me up next time you think about doing something like that. I'm going, what are you going to do? What, what's the benefit of that? Are you just going to laugh? Ha, ha, you get <laughs> <Keep> nothing. <away. laughs> you get nothing but dick. You want some dick? You don't? Tough. Somebody else does. Look at Tinder. <laughs> Look at my phone. Fuck you. I'm free. I'm free. Da, 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 da. Tinder's weird. Every high schooler has one. So free. What's that? Every, Every high schooler has one. A tin- b- Tinder? I'm sure they do. They're Every going, college person they're, has on, one. they're on They're on a goddamn rampage. Kids today are fucking with a, a, an ease a and a pace abandon. that we've never experienced before. That's why it's good that they have that uh, HPV vaccination. It's very oh, yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can shoot that in them, and then they can shoot loads in each other and not worry oh, about yeah. that. Anyone under 26, right? Something like that? Anybody young uh, that's going to have sex should get that vaccine. Oh, yeah. That shit's bad, that HPV. But that vaccine, apparently, uh, with some folks, has had uh, given them adverse reactions. There's a bunch of... Uh, like what? I don't know. Some people... You know, it's like any other medication. Like some people just don't know. They just get sick. Oh. Some people get sick from it. uh, Vaccinations are tricky. You know, Chandra's um, dad got uh, Lyme disease. Mr. Keys? Yeah, from a a, a lot. They they had a vaccination for Lyme disease, but for a small percentage of the population that had a particular gene set up, they would get Lyme disease from the vaccination. Wow. It's fucked up. The poor guy got Lyme disease from a vaccination for (sighs) Lyme disease. It wasn't a lot of people that got that, but it was enough that they pulled it from the market. Oh, God. Do you see what's going on in Venezuela right now? Yep. It's crazy riots. Crazy riots. It's millions all over the world. Millions of people on the street protesting
3: yeah, uh, against their government. All over the world. Mm-hmm. Put up some of the pictures.
1: The Ukraine also? Well, we'll,
0: we'll leave on this. So Venezuela's not his people. people. How dare you? you
1: not well, of us. they're
0: just tired of this uh, fucking really shitty setup that they yeah. have
1: in a lot of these countries. Quit cheating us wrong. Do what we uh, want for once.
0: Yeah, you you actually don't own us. You don't have power over us. We allow you. We elect you to positions of control. Elect you. You don't you don't tell us what to do. We tell you that you have power to do things.
1: The system is so corrupt though. It's like that you can't do you apply any uh-huh. leaders in there it'll always be corrupted.
0: Not everyone, man, but most. The system will get matched. I think, well, also, I think people until today, until this year, people have been, I mean, until, uh, you know, this this age, I should say, mm-hmm. the age of the internet, people have been able to get away with shit and not get in trouble with it and not have the word spread across the country, like, instantaneously. Yeah, with Ronald Reagan,
2: I have no recollection of that. This is live video blue. of it right now. It's turned into this a fire. This is live video versus, uh, cops versus citizens.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! This is that. terrifying. This is a movie, man.
2: Shots going off.
0: That that light. But oh, you know oh. what? Otherwise. Oh. Wow! Look at this shit. This is crazy. This is live. This is live right now. Movie. Venezuela is
1: a fucking. They're rioting. <laughs>
0: they are turning against their government. Imagine if you were living in Venezuela right now. This is the apocalypse. They have regular. Everything's on fire. Guys, this is Chicago in twenty years. Everything's on fire and guns are going off, and this is the government trying to keep control of its citizens. Because they're because they're, they're protesting and said no, no. they outlaw protests. Yeah. That's the first yeah. thing they do. Outlaw protests. Yeah, you can't outlaw protests, you fucks. And they
1: start getting violent because they just want to say, "Don't do this."
0: Yeah, well, you know, they're they're living under a totalitarian dictatorship. They're
1: blocking Twitter feed. if you if you uh, post pictures on Twitter. They're blocking a lot of them. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's terrifying, shit, oh. man. Whoa. And you know what? All these monarchs and all these kings and all these people that run countries are terrified of this kind of shit happening. All these prime ministers or whatever their title is. People in positions of power. Call them whatever the fuck you want. Did you see that? All these people are terrified of losing this. They're terrified of losing their ability to control these people. And they, they get used to that f- feeling of power. They feel like they deserve it. The same way we were talking about earlier, like ridiculous celebrities think that everyone is supposed to kiss their ass because they don't look at themselves. These people don't look at themselves either. They just dominate these people. I like the people who, s- who
1: support America going into like Syria or something like that. And they're like, well, we got to do something. And my thought is if there were dirty dishes in the dish- in the sink, you don't send a spastic toddler in there to wash it because they'll smash a bunch of dishes. And you're like, well, we can't just leave the dishes dirty. And like, well, we got to send in somebody, sure. but like that toddler is the wrong guy to send in. America's proven to have just
0: no, there's no spread one. Spread death. But who else would you send in if you're going to get but, rid but of no, a dictator? we're clearly not the ones. But we well, just spread death to every country we go into. Yeah, but if you want to, okay, look, I don't, I don't buy the, 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 the what's going on in Syria. I don't buy us that we need to invade Syria. I think it's a very complicated, yeah. gigantic mess. But if you're going to say that someone needed to invade Syria, well, who tell the fuck you, would it be except us? No, we're the only real only, superpower in the but we've world. we've
1: only made more suffering and death we're, everywhere else we've gone. We're
0: getting better at it, Ari. <laughs> okay? It takes like a joke. It takes a lot of practice. <laughs> You've got to keep dominating worlds for a long time before you get it right to the point you can be really nice while you're doing it. I'm in a piece. (laughs) Ari Shafir on Twitter. A-R-I-S-H-A-F-F-I-R. Follow him and respect. He will also be at the Ice House tomorrow night at 10.30 p.m. along with Brian Redband, Tony Hinchcliffe, Duncan Trussell, and Justin Martindale. Boom, Sherlock, lock, boom.
1: And Zanies is from Chicago this weekend.
0: Yeah, go there to Chicago this weekend. Ari will be warming up for Zanies. And Zanies is a warm up for, oh, the Verizon Theater in Dallas, Texas on oh, yeah. March 14th. Oh my goodness. We're going to have one. so much fun. Oh, what are you doing
1: on April 3rd? You'll be in Duncan. What are do you doing April 3rd? I'm in Tempe with Diaz.
0: Boom, son. I'm in Miami, bitch. Oh.
1: Oh, let me just say, I would reject that anyway. I hate Miami. How dare you? One of the worst
0: cities. How dare you? They're wonderful Ugh. people, and you them. You creep. They're your folks. Yes, yeah, and then of them. F- s- Cubans and Jews just fucking with a bandit on <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> 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 chaos, fucking, just chaos, fucking. Um, four eighteen, I'm in Orlando, Florida, with Joey Coco Diaz, and then four twenty-five in Baltimore, Maryland, also with the Master Joe Diaz. All right. So we will see you guys tomorrow with Campbell McLaren. Campbell McLaren is the man who hired me for the very first UFC uh, that I did, which was UFC 12 in Dothan, Alabama in 1997. And uh, he was there from the very beginning. He'll tell us some great UFC stories. And he's also got some new uh, MMA league that he's putting together. He's going to talk to us about that. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to NatureBox.com. Good food. Yeah, it's good. It's yummy. And they're sending me some gluten-free shit this week. Son. Oh. Get a handle on your hunger and your health. Go to naturebox.com slash Rogan. That's naturebox.com slash Rogan. Try it now. For your first order, 50% off by going to naturebox.com slash Rogan. Go there. Enjoy the shit out of it, you dirty freak. Hey,
1: I'm having a 420 show at the Comedy Store. Store 20.
0: Oh, Jesus, Louise! Store 20 at
1: 4 o'clock. The Comedy Store
0: 420 show at 420. Ari Shafir. I doubt weed will be involved in that show. (laughs) Wink, wink. But if you do get yourself in some trouble and you need legal help, LegalZoom is not the place <laughs> to go for that. But it's the place to go through for a lot of other legal shit. LegalZoom.com. Use the code word Rogan in the referral box at checkout for more savings. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you with a third-party attorney and provide you with self-help services. We're also brought to you by Onit.com. O N N I T. Use the code WORD ROGAN. Save 10% off any and all supplements. Much respect, you dirty bitches. We'll see you tomorrow.